0: Entire production supervised by Big one uh. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, when we as always is Barker and Alex, and we watched F9 Fast and Furious Saga Part 10.
2: Why is this called the Fast Saga?
3: I don't understand it. When did it become the Fast Saga? Was it not a saga for the first nine movies? Like I you know what? Is don't like worry about Skywalker it. The Skywalker saga? Like,
2: I, hope I don't so. understand.
3: I mean this movie is about family. And that's what
1: Please makes it so God.
3: powerful. Let <laughs> Ryan Johnson direct Fast Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I want Would you, to see it.
2: You know what? I think we can all come together and agree. Yeah. We deserve yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
3: One for us, one for them, you know. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Can't believe these SJWs are ruining the Fast and Furious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, in that movie, that movie, Charlize Theron will have purple hair.
2: I'm in. <laughs> That'll awaken something in me. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you know who thinks that's a
0: regular color? <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, Not this early, Alex. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> Alright, Parker, do we have any news?
2: I only have one thing, but I'm almost certain that it's gonna take someone's jerk of the week, so I'm just gonna pass.
3: I don't wanna steal
1: anyone's
2: It it won't
3: be mine, I promise you. (laughs) We'll circle back to
2: it, if no one can Okay, Okay. right. sure.
0: In that case... Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. My jerk of the week is Josh Brody for not telling me that he's never seen Tokyo Drift. You think you know a guy. Suddenly your entire (laughs) perception of him changes. Unbelievable! So
3: fucked. Indefensible for a listener of this podcast. I like, like, can't afford to lose many of you, but if we do, we hope this is the reason. Like we're in the theater wait.
0: watching this, and Lucas blacks on screen. and I'm just like, look, it's a, oh talks with <laughs> it. oh, It'd well. be
3: great if he was like a really big like CSI New Orleans fan or something, and like was, like ah yeah that guy. He got his <laughs> yeah. shirt off. Alex, who's your jerk? All right, so uh, you know relationships are all about equality. Yes, uh, so week, fuck yeah. This week I've decided to make my jerk of the week myself for an event that transpired about 6 hours ago. All right, oh, so awesome. I want you to take your brain and I want you to put it in like one of those froyo shops where like, you know, it has like all like the different things and like you just go up and put the toppings on yourself. It's got like 15 different flavors of froyo wall and like soft serve dispensers. Yeah. So we go in there. She sees one she wants to try and it's like where are the spoons at? I looking around for the spoons, instead see a fake potted plant that has like the little ridges on them that are like the little spoons on top of a drink cooler. And she's like 4 foot 11. So I'm just like, yeah, they're up there. So she walks over, like starts pulling on it. Pulls on it a second time, turns around to me and loudly goes, "These aren't spoons. This is a plant." Right as a group of teenagers walk in. <laughs> <laughs> It was literally, like, fucking Radiohead coming up to make fun of Scott Tennerman, dude. It was incredible to see these fucking teenagers that cannot hold their laughter as they made her pull on a plan thinking it was a spoon. Well,
2: in a similar vein, my jerk of the week was almost my girlfriend, because we're sitting through the 47 fucking trailers before this movie starts. And the Suicide Squad trailer comes on, and we're just in absolute agony. And at one point, she starts laughing, and I go to give her a dirty look like, you can't be serious, and she just looks at me and goes, from the horribly beautiful mind, and starts <laughs> laughing harder.
1: <laughs> so Get on the a show, come on.
2: <laughs> the real jerk is, it has been a year since we lost Dr. Disrespect, and we still know nothing. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> we marked the anniversary. We've been logging this on this podcast. We have no news. All news uh, it was court <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say you saw him at the Suns game, right? <laughs> One of the funniest See? things I've ever seen on my feed. <laughs> Truly a cursed image that I thought people were fucking with me. I was like, that cannot possibly be real. He cannot be in full costume and fake mustache. And he just stands up and starts yelling. (laughs) Uh, Backup Jerk of the Week. They're absolute cowards for not giving Clifford a humongous red penis. What are we even doing? <laughs> Zack Snyder would have done it. And I'll, that's all I'll say about it. 1000%. We've yeah. seen
3: him do it with a <laughs> giant colored dong before. Because so. He's brave enough to do it, and no one else will. Thank you, Zack.
0: You know, like, there was a thing on Twitter, but after every single time we talk about the Twitter discourse, it's important to realize that that's relegated only to Twitter, and no one else is talking about this. But uh, the trailer was released. I didn't watch it, but apparently Clifford lives in the city and so does Mary Elizabeth or whatever her name is uh, Emily Elizabeth sorry and everyone's just like no he lives in like this suburb that's how the books are supposed to go it's like you know those books are like 16 pages each right
3: <laughs> the fucking Clifford like, fan wiki is
2: just up arms <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Silent Hill wiki where they got mad that it's all about circumcision and started making again penis. you know
0: if his penis isn't in the movie now they can't tell this is yeah, throwing no. the world into chaos
2: cowardice. Trying to appease China, but not showing big, uncut dog dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, glad we got a chance to talk about that.
1: Did you really think that one of
0: our jerks of the week was going to be Clifford the Big Red Dog's penis? No, I I assume Dr.
2: Disrespect would come up. (laughs) Uh, He lives rent-free in this podcast. That's true. Correct.
0: Patron saint. Dog, come on the pod. Yeah, Please. Well, (laughs) Let's talk about what we watched recently. I watched two documentaries. One of which I was like, "That's pretty good," and the other one, uh, other opinions. The first one. Remember when I talked about that Batman animated series documentary and how I really liked Buddy,
3: it? Do I?
0: Well, <laughs> um, there was another one. I, they're, I guess they're all under the banner of the WB right now. So it was like. And I was like clicking around on YouTube. I went down the rabbit hole. It's like I'll have this in the background while I'm working. This is called Secret Origin: The Story of DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct.
3: Glad you you uh, stepped up. Uh, you know, swung at your own pitch there. I, re- I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to admit, I've never been a comic book guy. <laughs> Sorry, that was I wasn't prepared to do that. Anyway, yeah. I've never really been a comic book guy, but. I guess I can kind of appreciate the medium, and this documentary did a really good job of showing like the history of how DC Comics came about, and the impact that they had on America, and some of the really good things that they've done, and some of the really, really lousy moments that they've had. That's one of the things about watching these documentaries is you keep thinking like, well this is made by the company that's releasing it, so they're not going to be like, here's what we really fucked up. And this documentary is actually like, no, 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 we really messed up here. <laughs> They'll, like, really go into detail. This would be Really like... nice of them
3: to talk about Aquaman in the uh, the documentary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they barely mention Aquaman at all. That's the fun of it. Uh, but they talk about, like, the really dark moments of uh, DC. When I say dark moments, it'd be like, yeah, we just didn't have any ideas. So, like, the lamest shit is coming out. Uh, I will say that one guy who's, like, who released that book? Parker, you may know him. It was some famous guy who released some sort of book talking about, like, invasion of the human mind, about how evil comic books were, and how... the Joker. And how Batman and and Robin must have been gay simply because they lived together. And uh, and apparently it is bad to be gay, I guess. But it was released back in the 1950s, so I guess people's attitudes were the way they were back then. But, um... Anyway, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting... I'm still not gonna go out and read comic books, but I guess I kind of appreciate it, and it's nice to see this this sort of thing because it reemphasizes that comic books are, by and large, America's literature. And it's not really a bad thing. It's one of the really great things that America. It's one of the great cultural products that America has released. And I saw this. So I was like, wow, I'm actually feeling pretty good. And then I went to the spoiler channel, and I saw Joel talking about Loki. I'm like, oh, never mind. Comics were a mistake.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Loki fucking sucks, man.
0: I've never watched a single episode of any of this Marvels. I've seen all of it. I've...
1: <laughs>
3: well, I guess you're gonna have to read these four thousand issues, right? Hey, Shenron so wants you We're
2: to be up on the that. lore. <laughs> His power is vast and mighty. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't want
3: to upset Shenron, dude.
0: Anyway, the other the other documentary I watched was about Superman, and it's again it's one of the WB ones, and it's like an hour and a half long. I'm like, well. I've never really been a big Superman guy, but if the Batman animated series one was that good, then maybe the Superman one will be interesting. So I'm watching it and uh, I'm I'm sort of like halfway paying attention and it gets to the part where like his creation I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Like Superman was a big hit when it was released, and that's the reason that he's still a cultural icon today, is he really started out strong and just continued and continued, kinda like Mickey Mouse. And then they ran out of ideas, <laughs> and uh, the lead actor <laughs> killed himself, and uh, which is apparently one of the great mysteries of comic books. I, I don't know him and the Joker's origin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Joker does not appear in this because he's not a Superman villain. But after the main character, That's what he uh, wants the, the, to think, Chris. there was a Superman TV show. Uh, George Reeves, actually after George Reeves kills himself, they don't really have a Superman TV show, so they turn Superman into a dog and everyone else yeah. into a dog. And you, I know what you're thinking, it's like, oh, like the banana splits? No, it's like regular human beings, but everyone's wearing this gigantic fucking dog head. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't like this? No, no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that at one point I'm just like, hmm, when did this get released? Because it says, oh, it was like released in 2020, 2021, I'm like, Yeah, but the other ones, when I went to, like, log them, it was like, oh, it actually came out in 2010, 2013, I'm like, hmm, it's, so they're, like, releasing this later on, I wonder what's going on with this. And then they start, uh, doing interviews for the latest Superman movie, a movie no one remembers, called Superman Returns.
2: (laughs) That movie, for all of the cast and everyone behind the scenes, that movie does not exist. If I said, alright Chris, I'm assigning you Superman Returns You would go, no you can't do those animated ones That doesn't fucking count (laughs) That movie is not real No one has
0: seen it See, this is the unfortunate part about it Is, I'm usually really good at picking up on voices But it took me a while into the documentary To be like, wait a second The narrator That's Kevin Spacey And they do an on-screen interview With Justin Not Justin Lin, uh, the fucking Brian Singer and Could I'm like imagine? Oh my goodness, if if they interviewed George Takai, that's the only way this thing would have been cooler.
2: <laughs> Do you get from Justin Linden Singer?
0: <laughs> I was thinking director and I, I just I know. went right it. <laughs> to It's so, just
2: such a one two to be like, Oh no 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 the other one <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well it one that didn't make Tokyo Drift, got it.
2: Okay. Right, yeah.
0: Which Josh has never seen. It's not gonna let it go. Uh, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think, Chris, again, I think we boycott
3: this baseball game until he watches it.
0: Oh, I think I can do
3: that. <laughs> you <should> do it. <laughs> the idea of him being stuck with five tickets
0: the day of, <laughs> lose his mind, I'm not getting value. <laughs> like Josh, you got these for free. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the thing about the documentary is, besides the fact that Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey are also. Can I legally say that they abuse children? It's basically confirmed, right, that they abuse children. Anyway, it besides the fact be that they abuse it would be so children, sick if you couldn't and
3: somebody sued us. Subdue so it anyway. It,
0: I'm not even. I don't care about <laughs> someone suing us. I'm caring we'll about wind uh, up fucking, dead. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Spacey's had people killed over this, so <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, but definitely, so, but allegedly. You know, <laughs> please don't kill us over the fact that you abuse children. It's also the fact that Kevin Spacey was in Superman Returns as Lex Luthor, and Brian Singer oh, directed, uh, both. he was the executive man. producer of the documentary, and he directed uh, Superman Returns.
3: That can't be worse than Jesse Eisenberg, right? I,
0: Actually, dude, they showed I clips from Superman ask. Returns. No one's,
2: no one's seen it.
0: <laughs> the bits and pieces I saw from Superman Returns, Kevin Spacey is not giving his A-game here.
2: I've seen the wrong meme, like, 15 years ago. That's it. That's that movie's lasting impact. Even I
0: haven't seen that meme, but they showed it in the fucking documentary, I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch this. (laughs) Well, no, I'm not. Anyway, so that's it for documentaries. I was like, okay, forget this. I'm not doing this anymore. So I moved on to The List. What a good decision. And...
3: (laughs) No but, this is the glue holding our show together. I know. Chris just watching dog shit movies because some random dude on the internet says he has two. Uh,
0: that random dude on the internet is me. <laughs>
3: so Hey look,
2: we'll I put baby geniuses on here. Do You think I'll wash it?
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure he already has. <laughs> just I, like that's a free check mark. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm gonna skip over Tombs of the Blind Dead because there's not much to say there, but I will talk about the original Japanese version of Dark Water. This is directed by Hideo Nakata. He's the same guy who did uh, The Ring. And I think he did a couple of other ones. Um, the... What is it? Some sort of screaming thing? I don't, I don't remember. I saw it. And I didn't really like it. Parker, have you seen Dark Water?
2: No, but I'm... I know what it's about. And it's definitely high up on the list. If it's yeah. the one I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, it just didn't do a whole lot for me. I have to admit, when I went into this, I was sort of expecting the, the Japanese horror movies to be a real... Like, this is so different from everything else that you've been watching all the Western movies. And yeah, it's different. It's it's not very scary. Uh, It's just kind of... uh, It's like, oh, it's supposed to evoke a feeling of loneliness. I'm like, well, it doesn't even do that, you know? Because there's always two people Uh, Already there. Don't need a movie. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was just kind of like... I've never seen a movie beef jump scares as hard as this one does. Like, there's a scene where the girl's, like, leaning over, like, this tub full of water and some hands come out and, like, they play the sound at the wrong time and you can, like, see the hands before they pop out and drag her down. And you're like, oh, come on. And it's just, I don't know, the moral of Dark Water is pick your kid up from school. And it's like, I would have done that anyway. that's like, what people do. So I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh, No one's perfect. Maybe foreign horror movies are not for me. And then I remembered the greatest, second greatest country on... 128th greatest country on earth Italy If Italy can do anything right Open to debate They can make horror movies And that's how I watched Phenomena By Dario Sargento And holy shit dude Dude. (laughs) Phenomena fucking rules
2: That's oh, the that's thing. What
0: you were torrenting. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I was. Oh, yeah. Now you know. <laughs> so here's the thing about Phenomena. Uh, you can say what you will about. Oh, Chris has had to watch so many hundreds of bad movies as a result of the list. And that's true. But I would have never watched this movie but for the list. I'm so happy I got to see this. So it stars Jennifer Connelly, who was my first celebrity crush when I was about six years old. Uh, she's in this. I don't know if you guys have ever played Clock Tower. Apparently, this movie is the basis of that game. Jennifer, oh, hell called, yeah, yeah, she. It's almost like a one-to-one thing. It's about a girls' school in I, I, I assume Italy, and she's being stalked by some sort of deranged killer, and she can also control the power of bugs. <laughs> So she's kind of like uh, Weevil Underwood from Yukio. <laughs> Thank you. God, dude, yeah. that
2: assignment has paid off more than anything else in the history of this show. It really
0: has. I have to admit, Jennifer Connelly's pretty good in this. She's only about fourteen years old, but she's Uh-oh. she's like a real actress. You know, she's she's lending a lot of uh, like she's acting better than most of the adults in this movie, which is tough when you're you're an American and you're working in a foreign production. But she does a pretty good job. Uh, I wouldn't say so much like there's gore or anything but like it's pretty scary and things are interesting. There's one part where she's like out on the courtyard late at night because she's sleepwalking I think. And I think she like suddenly wakes up and she's looking around and it's sort of, like really dark it's really lonely. It's really scary. And then all of a sudden Dario Sargento gets a big gets a great idea. Is like this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid Dude. <laughs> So he plays this song. <laughs> he plays so much. It. And it just keeps going. and just like later there was a quiet say that this fucking shit starts playing. Now Alex you may be wondering, what's the name of this song? It's called Flash of the Blade, and it's by Iron Maiden. That there is there are song no swords or playing.
2: <laughs> Why would you take this album's like are this album has like five songs, they play every single concert. I'll just take this B-side. <laughs> it's fine. Put this in my movie that has nothing to do with swords. It's about a bug lady. Put the sword fighting song in.
0: He plays That's that so song again cool. later on, too. It was like my it's favorite thing. So I, as soon as I heard it, I long laughed long. so hard. This is why I love Italian art. they just goes to start playing speed metal for no reason.
2: I love that you just posted that clip in our Facebook group, and I just awoke fully like, You didn't you tell me you were watching this, Chris. I gotta say... <laughs> It
0: was so fucking awesome. Uh, Alex, if you like Clock Tower, then you'll probably like Phenomena. Also, yeah, if we ever like have it. a quiet moment on the show, then, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: kind of like, took the time to tour that. I was like, I'm, I could just send you this song.
0: Well, no, it's <laughs> there a, a thing I, had I had to do. Like 15, dude. There was a thing I had to do. I actually bought it on iTunes because it was like, the song actually kind of
2: slaps. I got multiple speeding tickets to this album in high school.
0: Don't worry about it.
1: i you up. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. What I'm going to talk about very, very briefly, I watched a movie that either goes by the name Dead of Night or Death Dream. No one watched it, so it doesn't really matter which one. Came out in the (laughs) 1970s, so... Hey, you can pick, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Came out in the 1970s, so I knew it wasn't going to be good. And it was directed by Bob Clark, so I'm like, oh, like, two negatives make a positive? It's not the way it works in cinema. Uh... I'm only going to mention this because of two things One, you should just watch The Guest instead I know what you're thinking, Chris You can say that about literally any movie But this one in particular Because it's kind of like It's trying to do that Uh, The other thing is like This guy, he comes back from Vietnam But he's dead the whole time And uh, he's like really creepy (laughs) and stuff like that Um there's, I just want to talk about one scene that really got me He's sitting alone in his room In like a rocking chair just going back and forth You know And his parents are like Oh hey your your old girlfriend is back She's here to visit you to go out to the movies And neck in the back of your car whatever And he stands up In his room alone with the lights off With sunglasses and black leather gloves
1: <laughs> Same though <laughs> I was like
0: holy shit I'm ready for this fucking movie <laughs> Alright, so and then you that, weren't. No, it was <laughs> it just turns kind of boring. Out. <laughs> uh, last one here, one that's actually really fucking good, is I don't know quite why this movie was on the list, because this movie defines more of a thriller than a horror. But uh you guys You guys ever see Duel by Steven Spielberg? Holy shit.
3: I have not.
2: Do tell. No, but I've heard nothing but incredible things. It looks so Steven's
0: Steven Spielberg's first movie, nineteen seventy one. Stay with me, just because it was released in the nineteen seventies. Because Jaws was also in the nineteen seventies, so it turns out Steven Spielberg was the only one who knew what he was doing back then. <laughs> Duel is it was originally a TV movie and they expanded with some scenes for a uh, theatrical release. This is like a real ass movie, and it's one of the best car chase movies I've ever seen. It has better car chases than two than half of the Mad Max series. I'll put it like that. Better than Mad Max one and three. Better than Bullet. Better than... uh Jeez, a whole lot of... This isn't like the upper tier of car chases in movies. Uh, it's it's just basic storyline. The guy... Some guy is trying to travel from point A to point B, and he's stuck behind this truck that says... It has big letters on the, on the side that says flammable. It's going really, really slow, and you're like, what well, is this, Wages of Fear? What's going on here? He passes the truck, then the truck passes him, then he passes the truck, and then the truck passes him and cuts him off, and it's like going really slow... And the, they're just going, you know, playing that sort of game. Then the truck tries to, like, wave, come on, you want know, to pass me, go pass me. And the guy gets into the other lane to pass him. And a car is coming right at him. So he has to get back. He's like, holy crap, that guy just tried to kill me. And then he finally does get a chance to pass him. And that truck legit is just, like, tailgating him, trying to actually kill him. And that's the entire movie. It's just him versus this truck. You never see the other driver. You just see the truck. So it's like the truck is the villain here. And it works wonderfully. I've never seen a movie just do it this simply this well. And apparently the whole thing was shot in 12 days. So, And here's the thing that's even more amazing. Steven Spielberg was fucking 24 years old when he directed this. Just immediately above his game for anyone of that age. you know. Uh, is there anything to say? I don't think there was anything I'd call a problem. I guess maybe the diner scene goes on a bit too long. Uh, that's about it. Great crash at the end. I I highly, highly recommend Duel. Uh, I guess it's a little bit... I don't know if I... I really don't think I'd actually call this one a horror. It's just one of the original thrillers. You know, this is... Uh, I'd recommend this to everyone who likes car chases. Everyone who just likes movies. Uh, this, is, this shows that Steven Spielberg was once far better than War Horse.
1: <clears throat> well.
0: Okay. Well, this one didn't get nominated for an Oscar, so... I love that. I can never think
3: about that movie without thinking about fucking Aaron Sorkin saying the horse and warhorse should have won an Oscar. It's the funniest goddamn thing in the world to me. It's literally, like, I hear the words warhorse and I just start thinking about that and laughing. It's so good.
0: Alright, Alex, what did you watch?
3: Alright, just a couple here. So, uh, I had never seen Red Dawn. That's, like, it just. It never ended up on, like, cable or anything. I never sought it out. And then I'm just like I'm scrolling through I don't even remember which fucking streaming service I just cancelled, but I was doing like the last few days, like let me make sure I didn't miss anything here. And uh Saw that. I saw Patrick Swayze's beautiful face on the cover. Saw that his brother in this movie is Charlie Sheen, and went, Well, I guess this is my night. Uh that part. If I'd known that I would've watched it too. (laughs) How did how did no (sighs) one tell us? Right? Like, I knew it was this stupid movie about the fucking commies invading small-town America, but, like, I didn't know they were in it, and, uh... probably could have gone without that knowledge, because it's not very good, it turns out. Oh. It's just, like, they're both, like, playing, like, teenagers, but they're, like, playing teenagers the way actors in the 80s play teenagers. Like, so, like... Every, like, all of the dialogue is, like, super hokey, and it's all, like, you know, like, haha, we're just kids, but also, you know, we have to be adults, because we're waging a guerrilla campaign against the fucking Russians. There's, uh, there's one of the kids in their little, little outfit, because they all, like, run away from the Russians at the beginning. One of them is wearing a, uh, like, a forest green flat cap with the brim upturned with the Star Wars logo on it, which, uh... <laughs> I'm really glad we had our best and brightest out there. That um, it, it did a lot for me. Um, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> just, like, errant shootouts with Russian soldiers in the woods. Like, it's... <laughs> it's funny because, you know, like... The idiots on the internet. Look at this movie and go, ha ha, look at this ham-fisted American imperialist propaganda. And then you watch the movie and, like... One of the guy like one of the guys literally asked Patrick Swayze at one point, like, what's if you do this, like what's even the difference between you and them? And he looks back and like Deadpan just says, Well we live here
1: <laughs> It's like <laughs> It's
3: like congrats, Pat yourselves on the back internet. Glad you uh, you know, minimized this in a corner while you fucking played Fortnite or something. Like Uh so anyway, you don't need to watch Red Dawn, is my point. Like I, I don't know. You're making wrong. a really good case for it. I don't know if that's advertent. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys would get more out of it than I did. Was I'll just give it a like, try. It's an '80s action movie, but it, like the action's not that good, and it's not no, that interesting. No. It was like, I, I mean, it's it's you know, it's very much like you know a pre-Die Hard movie. I've been feeling in the worst ways. Yeah, I, I mean, you could do worse. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't do much worse, but you can do worse. Not so, with that uh, attitude. <laughs> so that ends and it's like and uh i'm like thinking about going to bed because it's like 3:30 in the morning and then the streaming service just decides to show me next up killer man and i was like you know what fuck it it's time parker you want to talk about mo diamond <laughs> <laughs> the
2: reveal at the end that mo diamonds isn't his name His name is actually Killer Man. (laughs) I've been waiting like a year and a half to talk to you. (laughs) Stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my
1: life.
3: This movie is so close to being good, despite that premise and that cast. Because like, it looks like a Safdie Brothers movie but it doesn't have any of the interesting parts. It's just like people walking through like red and green flashing lights in a nightclub and then a gunfight that's like way too brutal and then people walking through some other like extremely washed out back alley of New York and then another gunfight. I, uh, I really, really enjoyed the fact that he's introduced to his pregnant girlfriend because you see, Chris, he has amnesia. He doesn't remember anything. We know everything about him, but he doesn't. I so. like these movies. Yeah, so we're introduced to his pregnant girlfriend. His personality immediately shifts into I have to protect her. I have to get her out of here. And then 10 minutes later she gets shot and killed.
1: Like fast <laughs> oh, movie. It's
3: literally like fucking 10 minutes. Dude, it's so funny. Like he comes back, he's like his buddy's like explaining to him like who he is and like what he does and stuff. Like they go to a club, he has sex with some random girl, and then he Ew. finds out all this stuff about his life. And like, don't worry, it's not a point of conflict because she gets shot in the baby and killed. So <laughs> we're good. <laughs> I like it's weird, because like I kind of don't hate this movie, and like I don't hate Liam Hemsworth in it, but it's not that good. Like, it should be a lot better than it is, which should make me dislike it, but like I was kinda good with just uh watching Mo Diamonds run
0: around. <laughs> what a character name. <laughs> It's incredible. It's better so than okay. Boys with Dave.
2: <laughs> it's it's up reveal, like Obviously, it's not his real name. It's actually Killer Man. Like, oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this stupid
3: thing. It's actually this cool thing that normal people have. That's... <laughs> It just—it really is. It's—it's it's the most like fucking ripped-off Safety Brothers like it thing I've ever seen in my fucking life, and it owns. I mean, I'll watch literally any movie set in like grimy New York, like literally anything. Do not care about the premise. Please don't find something that's going to hurt me with that. Midnight oh. Cowboy. Um, we'll, we'll catch up real soon, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, shame about the runtime. <laughs> yeah, em- eminently yeah. <laughs> watchable for both the right and the wrong reasons.
1: <laughs>
3: that, so that, this point, one time
2: is, I remember Mo Diamonds. I remember Killer Man. I remember why well, is this like two hours? That's yeah. it everything yeah. else is gone.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so like credits roll on this. I immediately pass out on the couch. It's like 5.30 in the morning. I'm awoken an hour later because apparently after this, Serpico just started playing and I'm woken up by Al Pacino just fucking screaming. So, uh, that was pretty great. (laughs) Don't have anything to actually add about Serpico because I turned that shit off and went right to actual bed. But, you know. Um, and then, uh, (laughs) about what, three and a half hours ago I was like, oh, I got some time. Maybe I'll squeeze in Tenet tonight. Have either of you guys seen Tenet yet? No. No. I'll get there eventually. Yeah. So I've got a lot, a lot, a lot of thoughts. Um, I'll try to keep them to a minimum, especially if I'm talking to people that haven't seen it. Not for spoiler reasons, because the entire movie is, like, people going forward and backward in time. So, like, you see half of the movie twice anyway. Mm. But, uh... Two and a half hours is a big ask. It's a oh big fucking God. ask for this movie. Like, an hour 50, I'm with you. Because there's like a lot of stuff going on. They do the thing, like I just said, where like they show you a scene and then they go through the little like like time portal thing and then they show the scene backwards because they're like interacting with the scene in a different way. And it's like really cool and thoughtful and like every Nolan movie is just boring for 45 minutes inexplicably in the middle because there's like a really cool opening and like a really cool ending and then there's not, just not a lot going on in between. Like, it's one of those movies that, like, I'm sure if any normies fucking saw this, they would be like, Oh, that didn't make any sense. That's fucking stupid. But, like, it's one of those movies where for half of the movie, it, it's, like, very much a, Okay, it doesn't fucking matter. That this doesn't make sense. Like, they're just, it's just cool guys doing cool shit. We'll figure it out later. And then they actually go through and explain fucking everything in reasonable detail. Not in, like, a expository way, but, like, a, like, they're you can obviously use your brain to find loose ends. It's a fucking time travel movie. Like, it's gonna happen no matter what. But, like, all of them are kind of reasonable in this. Like, it's really well made. Like, there's a reason that Christopher Nolan movies work. Like, I couldn't watch a Tenet every eight months, but I can watch one every three years. And that's, like... It, like it's it's super stylized the action's great the performances are great you're not like totally satisfied by the ending but you're not supposed to be that's kind of the fucking point like it's one of those movies that i'm sure like would hold up on a like on a rewatch you'd like it a lot more because you'd notice all the little things that no one's doing with it but also, I felt watching it, like, the same way I felt. Have you guys ever, like, played through, like, a, a reasonable length video game and been like, man, that was cool. I can't wait to do, like, interact with that in a different way on the second playthrough, knowing full well that you're never going to play the game again so you don't have that kind of fucking time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's Tenet. Like there's a fucking scene where they're on a boat and they're clearly traveling like forward and backward in time, like simultaneously because of the way the scenery's moving. And it's like, man, when I get all the answers, this scene's probably sick, but I'm never watching that shit again. Like <laughs> that's just not gonna By the happen. Time, <laughs> the time you ever
2: rewatch Tinnet you'll have forgotten everything about Tinnet. Exactly.
3: Tenet. And like Love that for you. It's a cool movie. Like, I liked most of it. I was bored for a while. Like when you said uh, when you asked me how much longer I had to go I assumed I was past the two-hour marks. It was building towards like the climax of the movie. And there were 45 minutes left, because there's a second climax after that. So Jesus Christ. What
2: well,
0: about but second like,
3: climax? Well, the second <laughs> climax is actually good. The first I've climax. Never got a Girl's ass
0: wheel. Little news markers. Alex, how would you rate this as, a, um, as the ability to follow it? I think a lot of people had difficulty following what was going on
3: man, like, it's hard for me to answer that, because I'm not an idiot. Like, and I'm not even saying that, like, I I swear, like, I literally don't know how else to phrase that. Like, I don't want that to sound derisive towards people that couldn't follow Tenet, because I'm sure there's a lot of them, but, like, it's a movie that I went into with a very active brain, and therefore, like, I wasn't gonna lose anything. Because, like, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. I know what I'm in for. I know I'm rewarded for paying attention. Mm -hmm. So, if you weren't following it, that's probably your fault. Like, I, and, and so it's hard for me to, to be like, yeah, guys, that was really weird and convoluted. Like, it's a fucking time travel movie. Of course it's convoluted. And like, I think if you jump in, like with your notebook out and from like scene one are trying to write down everything to establish the continuity or something, then you'll definitely get lost. But also if you watch this movie like that, you're dumb. So like, I, I don't really have anything to say to you. Like, I I I like I completely understand how someone could get lost with this, especially if they were, you know, on their phone or something. There's probably a reason that Christopher Nolan made such a huge fucking deal about wanting this to be in theaters, because you really need to not be distracted while you're watching it. But mm-hmm. most people have f- fucking soup for brains, and are distracted when they do literally anything. So mm-hmm. if you couldn't get into it, sorry, I guess. Like, I, I, I wish you could, because it's pretty good. Yeah, it's there certainly a lot better than Interstellar, so...
0: Yeah, there were some people who really struggled with movies like Inception. And I remember watching that and being like, how do you not understand what's going on? It couldn't possibly be more clear. So, and I'm glad... I, I... Oh, sorry, God. Oh, God.
3: No, no, do your thing. Do your thing. I,
0: like, I was like, I I felt like at times I was the only one who was actually watching it. It was just like, I, I thought it really was like a super brain sort of thing. I was like, how do you not know what's going on there?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I think the worst part of Inception was all of the conversations that happened on the internet after Inception. Like, just being bombarded for two months with, yeah, but what about the top? As if that fucking mattered in the slightest. Like, if you cared right. about the top, yeah. you weren't watching the movie. But, like, yeah. this movie, like, whether it's because of COVID, or because it's more convoluted than Inception, or because it's time travel or something, I haven't seen that conversation about this movie anywhere, and this movie's much more deserving of it. So, like, for that reason, I'm glad. Because if Normi's got a hold of this, like, it would suck. But... I'm, like, very excited to have a conversation with someone at some point in the future about Tenet. But whatever comes of that is, like, kind of out based on what they get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I feel so dumb When six months. I go, I don't really understand what's happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> too confusing. Yeah,
0: go to the Spark Notes for it.
2: <laughs> I was posting these uh, Pepe's on the channel. I think like I missed something. I didn't rewind it, though. I could have, but I
0: didn't. I-, I did like the one that it was a picture of... Um, it was like it was like the tenant Blu-ray. It's obviously not the real thing. And it was Tom Green in a backwards tuxedo. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: See, that's good for the whole family.
1: Everyone yeah, exactly. loves that.
2: There we
3: go. <laughs> all right, Parker, what have you got for us? So I found an old note I had of old assignments. I was like, okay,
2: I watched all this. Oh wait, there was a good movie on here. Oopsies. So I put on Braveheart. My first thought was, what the fuck? <laughs> this is three hours? <laughs> My second thought was, man, this could have been six hours. We still so fucking. Yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> fucking it's love that so movie. <laughs> like, I've known the beats of it forever just because, you know, back in the 90s, a yeah. big movie yeah. would just live in public consciousness for like five years. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, I knew all about it, but still, like, knowing what the ending is, having seen it parodied a million times, I was fucking locked in, dude. It's so fucking good. (laughs) Turns out uh, Mel is pretty good at acting and directing. (laughs) uh, Amongst other things.
0: There's a reason why I like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we know. I want to be specific (laughs) about what that (laughs) reason is. (laughs) No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, So was your favorite uh, character uh, Steven, the Irish guy? (laughs) Oh
2: my god, dude. <laughs> There's a I scene don't watch a f- <laughs> Sorry, four hour movie about Stephen the Irishman. <laughs>
0: There's a there was a moment where I had just graduated from college and I was living at home and my brother had just gotten back from some ROTC thing. And no, it wasn't ROTC, I think it was actually full on National Guard. He got back and he got back at like eight in the morning. For some reason I was awake too and he came in, didn't say hello to my parents or anything, just sat down on the couch, and I just turned on the TV and immediately put on Braveheart. We didn't even say hello to each other. And we just sat down for three hours, didn't even eat breakfast, and just watched Braveheart. And the scene that really sticks with both of us is uh, Brendan Gleason and uh, and uh, Mel Gibson are fighting. And Gleason just clocks Gibson and he falls down. And this is like right at a point where they really need to, you know, be at their A-game to defeat the English. And Steve the Irishman just looks at the sky and goes, Jesus. <laughs> so he, Henry and I do this to each other all the time. Jesus.
1: <laughs>
2: I had a thought and I'm absolutely lost it because the cat is staring at me while she takes a shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's pierced into my soul right now.
0: <laughs> oh, I think I messaged you this. We're like,
2: I'm watching the movie. And it gets to the part where he's talking to his wife who's going to live a long, successful life and definitely not get murdered in five minutes. Mm -hmm. And he does a, I love you, always have. And I froze, I was like, why do I know this innocuous line? And then that turned into me Googling going, you're right, I should watch Basketball again. <laughs> I don't know why that stuck with me. <laughs> but them doing that line read while that kid's dying in front of them. Yo, I had my memory.
0: <laughs> I had pizza with Gabby the other night, which is how she told me about Josh's Panera coffee hack. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know
2: what? for the listeners, Do you want to just run that
1: down?
0: Yeah, yeah. actually I, f- I feel like I should uh, Josh's Panera coffee hack is, you know, you get like a free coffee with like a membership sort of thing well, after, like right before it expires, you just cancel it, and then you start like a new one, and it just reups ups like, every <laughs> three months, I told Parker I and mean, I told Josh, I was like, hey, Josh I'm just to give you a heads up, Gabby told me about your Panera coffee hack, he's like it's the best, I got a free bagel <laughs> <laughs> he just he—that's one of those things. It's like Yellow Cyclone. Lead into it, okay? Just, just that's how you deal with these things. Are. But anyway, God yeah. Damn it, dude. I was, <laughs> fucking <life. laughs> yeah, I fucking love it. anyway, like I was talking to Gabby, and I happened to mention the movie Basketball and she'd never heard of it. She was like, Basketball? Do you mean dude. baseball or basketball?" And like. You are every single listener that we want on the show, <laughs> dude,
3: dude. have you have you ever told her about the Pacific
0: Meats Pizza? <laughs> I did. I, I ended up telling her okay, about just that, just making sure. <laughs> she th- she looked less than thrilled. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what so does she not do it appreciate? you? Uh, she does is Italian, so.
2: <laughs> oh, I remember what it was. Hey, Chris, do you want a joke solely for you and no one else listening?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: So, you remember the dude's father, the leper? Yeah. Did you like that he looks exactly like in The Cable Guy when Jim Carrey puts the chicken skin on his face <laughs> and does the <laughs> animal-like impression. That's for you, buddy. That's the bright near night and no one else.
0: <laughs> how, how did you make that
1: connection?
0: <laughs>
2: Fucking brain damage, that sounds. <sighs> Unfortunately, I don't have many uh, intelligent things to add about Braveheart that haven't already been said. <laughs>
0: Well, compared to the cable guy, thank you.
2: <laughs> it's nice to sit down and watch a good, like, actual movie. But We're then after nice. that, I sit down <laughs> and watch trash. <laughs> good, hey Alex, do you want a movie about sleazy, grimy-ass New York? I'm listening. Let me tell you about a film I watched called The Exterminator. Oh no! No, I need you to stick with me here. So, you look at the cover, and it's just a guy shooting a flamethrower, right? Yes. You hit play on this movie, starting in a Vietnam flashback. Just setting the tone of what's happening. Spoilers. Does not go well for our Heroes Platoon. Immediately get captured by the Viet (laughs) Cong. A couple of them get first guy gets beheaded, and it is a fucking anime geyser of blood. It is insane. <laughs> Just to let you know, like, oh, this you're watching some real exploitation trash. Uh, him and his his good friend make it out of there. And then we cut forward to present-day New York, which is, like, 1980. Which means it is, oh, it is a seedy place. And uh, him and his friend are doing their thing, you know, working some shit job. And uh, this local gang called the Ghetto Ghouls show up. And they're like, hey, give us that beer. And they run the gang off, but the gang remembers. And so they show up, jump his friend, and paralyze him. Oh no. So our hero takes it upon himself like, well, someone's got to clean up this city. And it just turns into 75 minutes of him just brutally murdering dudes. He goes up to this mob boss, right? And he knocks him out, and the mob boss wakes up and he's chained up over a giant meat grinder, like just dangling <laughs> over it. He gets the information out of him. He's like, All right, bye, and just leaves him there. Goes to leave the house. The mob guy did not tell him there was a giant pit bull. So he murders the dog, comes back and goes, Ah, go fuck yourself, and then drops him into the meat grinder. <laughs> It is incredibly good and also disgusting. (laughs) And it just seems like a 20-minute subplot about some senator who rapes kids just getting brutally murdered. It is... (sighs) Folks, they don't make them like they used to. And you might be asking yourself, isn't that a good thing? Yeah, probably. Do we need a scene where his his best friend on Life Support's like just fucking kill me, dude. So he pulls the plug on him and then he gets attacked by the police chief and then goes to murder more ghetto ghouls. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Do I enjoy saying ghetto ghouls? Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Rate my it fantasy is. team name.
0: <laughs> the ghetto
2: ghouls. Like, this is a movie about some Vietnam vet just taking out the trash out there and the CIA gets involved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of course
2: they do. Strong recommend to certain people. (laughs) Give me two seconds. If this cat fucking
0: chews on this, I'm going to murder him. Give me two seconds. (laughs) Go
1: ahead.
3: Talador.
0: Well, now's as good a time as any. Alex, there's something I forgot to mention about Phenomena. You mentioned the pit bull. I'm like, there's only one force that can stand against a pit bull. There's this monkey in Phenomena that you read about behind the scenes fucking hated jennifer connelly (laughs) at the end like jennifer connelly just like reached out to like pet this chimpanzee right and the chimpanzee got really pissed off and bit off her finger so they had to reattach it at the hospital it was one of those italian hospitals so it's probably backwards now so if you want a reason to watch phenomena besides the bugs
2: Look, I was already in. Now yeah. I'm double in. <laughs>
0: you haven't seen Phenomena? Dude.
2: I thought I had, and I looked at I hadn't logged I was like, well, I guess I'm watching this tomorrow.
0: Dude, you're gonna have a good time. Again. <laughs> so friends,
2: speaking of not making them like they used to, I watched Wild Things this morning from the year of our Lord 1998.
1: <laughs> One of the horniest
0: movies I've ever seen in my life. What is what is Wild not... Things? I don't think I know what Wild Things is.
2: Oh, Hell buddy. yeah, dude! Future episode question mark? <laughs> this is an erotic neo noir starring Denise Richards and Nev Campbell, and also Matt Dillon and also Kevin Bacon's penis. <laughs> oh, you good. get a full on hog shot in this movie. It is. It is so fucking steamy and gross. The whole place takes place in this Florida swamp. And it's just... 18-year-olds banging Matt Dillon, and there's a twist every 20 minutes, and everyone's all sweaty, and there's a croc wrestler, and people end up dead. It is... It is most likely an episode. Hell it's yeah, like if dude. Cruel Intentions was actually good. <laughs> so it's like Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, dude, it is... I don't even want to talk too much about it, because like, it's, it's probably happening. Now that I see the look of confusion on Chris's face, it's oh, absolutely yeah. oh, happening. Oh, I just <laughs> always
0: look like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you know what? Yeah, I won't say too much about that, except the totally fact that you do, in fact, see Kevin Bacon's big fat cock.
1: <laughs> we need more
2: movies like that with casual dong reveal. Let me tell you, folks, about a movie that I learned about on our favorite website, Twitter, oh, where no. someone posted a cover art. No context, no anything. And the cover was a man dressed like a ninja kicking someone's head off. And it said, Psycho Kickboxer. And Hell I looked yes, at my computer, dude. saw it was on Amazon Prime, saw it starred five time kickboxing champion Curtis Bush. And I was like, Yeah, this sounds good. And I hit play. <laughs>
1: You (laughs) 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 Oh, boy.
2: (laughs) So, the full title is Psycho Kickboxer, colon, The Dark Angel. We open with a lot of saxophone. And this guy, he's a real good kickboxer. He's doing great. And his dad, who's at the gym for some reason, is a big hotshot lawyer working on a big case. It sounds very important. Uh, There's a lot of people that are, like... They keep having to be sure, like, you guys are sure you're going to testify? So probably some mob stuff. I'm sure no one will get murdered. It's fine. Cut to next scene. He's walking on the beach with the woman he loves. Probably also fine. Don't worry about it. He's wearing a vest that looks like Sinbad would wear it. It's fine. He's a kickboxer. He's cool. So they're both dead meat. Next fucking scene, (laughs) the mob boss kidnaps all three of them. (sighs) They tie the dad to a chair. Like, ah, you can't make him testify. It's all just trash dialogue. And then they put a shotgun right up to his mouth. And he pulls the trigger. And when I say his fucking head explodes... <laughs> yes! It is a gallagher X head explosion. It go, that watermelon goes everywhere. Uh, didn't need the mostly clothed sexual sold on the woman cause oh. you can tell like alright we need to show that they're bad guys and this woman's like uh not for the hundred dollars a day you're paying me <laughs> he can he can grind on me like three times and that's all you're fucking getting so you know appreciated and not going any further cause boy that'll really kill a vibe real quick Correct. and then of course they slit her throat as you do and they leave him for dead but don't worry he survived and he's rescued by a Vietnam veteran in a wheelchair who takes him under his wing to train him. Now, sidebar here, you know when you watch uh, like a TV show or movie that parodies old action movies and they put in the really loud, obnoxious sound effects every time someone lands a punch? Yes. That's the entire movie. That is every <laughs> single kick landing. Right. <laughs> so, we get a training montage, which is just the old black man in a wheelchair going come on, come on, you can do it while our guy just swings nunchucks around and then runs on the same beach from earlier and then he becomes the dark angel and he's given his costume, which is just a ninja outfit taken off the racket party city but it's fine (laughs) because he's the dark angel now when I tell you that almost every single ninja fight happens in broad daylight just in like a parking lot You want to talk about losing any sort of mystique It's just a dude with the charisma Of a fucking doorknob Dressed like it's Halloween Doing spin kicks in a fucking Kroger parking lot But it works Like the entire middle of this movie Is like someone getting mugged And he just appears in full ninja outfit At like 3.15 in the afternoon And kicking people in the face This happens like Five or six times Until we get to a scene where an old lady is getting carjacked. He comes in, thwarts the would-be carjacker, knocks him out cold, goes up to the woman, he's like, hey, are you okay? She just puts her seatbelt on, drives over the dude's head, and explodes <laughs> like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> oh, I love movies. It is... Then we get... That's the entire middle act. It's just him rescuing people. The third act is him being kidnapped somehow, I don't fucking know, and being told... Now, a battle to the death. If you win, your new friend Black Wheelchair Man goes free. If you don't, you die. And it's just them cycling in like 20 Street Fighter characters and them kicking them so hard in the face they start spitting up blood. (laughs) Five stars. Run, don't walk to your nearest Amazon Prime. (laughs) (sighs) When you hit play and just, it immediately looks like someone put in a used and reused VHS tape you know you're in a good headspace correct big shout out and then my final movie which will not get a big shout out dude Hobson Shaw fucking sucks right it's so bad oh, right it sucks so bad dude I
3: tried nothing, to tell
2: you nothing more agonizing than a movie that thinks it's hilarious it's and worst, is instead dude. a two and a half hours long project badass video it sucks so it's... bad
0: Look, I, I know I don't really have any cause to ask you this, but why did you watch this?
2: I mean, I've seen all the other ones. Oh I've yeah, you have
0: to know the you have to know all the backstory like, for F nine. You don't want to miss anything. What if I'm Ryan Reynolds had been?
2: In it? I I have to bring content. Look, I didn't watch the kickboxing movie till this morning, or else I would have just skipped yeah. I needed content yeah. to bring to the show. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> it is just
2: I fucking hate the Rock now. <laughs> like... Yeah. <clears throat> The inability to, like, take a joke or to have just anything interesting happen with him. He always has to be the coolest guy and also the strongest. And he's the smartest. And he also he's the funniest. But he's also still the coolest in every single scene. It is so fucking unbearable. There was a point where I was like, oh, we gotta watch Fast 9 later. Let's pause and see how far we are. We saw there was still an hour left and both independently just went, ah. <laughs> it was a guttural reaction of, like, there's no way. There's no way we still have an hour of movie left. It feels like we've been here for days. It is just unwatchable. Like, I don't... what The Rock is just... It feels like the most corporate-mandated, like... Every single line sounds so fucking... I mean, pre-written doesn't make sense because it's a fucking movie script. But, like, it feels like every single joke has a committee of, like, okay, will everyone think he's cool if he says this? Will the kids laugh? Will he get more followers on the gram? Will people like this? Will people know that The Rock is cool? Will everyone remember how strong The Rock is? Hey, Ryan Reynolds, come here. Talk about how strong The Rock is. Talk about how cool he is. Every single joke at The Rock's expense is like, look how fucking big and strong you are, you fucking freak. Look at your arms, they're so big. What a fucking monster. You're the funniest. It's like if Robbie Mook directed a movie, dude. (laughs) 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 It is like, you really, really feel... You don't realize how much you miss... The melodrama of the Fast and Furious movies until you get one just with all of it carved out of it. Hey, uh... like Vin Diesel is not a great actor, but he will get—he is the most earnest man I've ever seen. Yeah, he will stare into that camera and give you those tears for a scene that does not deserve it. Meanwhile, The Rock is also—don't forget—he's also the best father. His daughter loves him. He's such a great dad. The coolest guy. Look how strong he is. He could just lead from cars, do all this. Also, he's hilarious. I mean, Kevin Hart's here, but he's making fun of Kevin Hart. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, the wrestler guy would be funnier than a professional comedian. Because look at him. He's the rock. He's the coolest. Did you, uh, Agonizing. Did you appreciate that post credit scene? No. I knew it was coming. And she's like, turn this off. I was like, no. I want you to feel this. I want you to feel what's coming. <laughs> now, I'm stealing this observation from a different podcast. But... It hits so closely that I feel the need to repeat it. Uh, do you remember like, DVDs would have the line rama thing where it's like, okay, this character's gonna stand here and like insult someone, and we're just gonna show every single take they did in a row, and it's all the different jokes back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. Mm-hmm. It's every scene with Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart. Like, just fucking pick one and cut to the next shot. No. They just <laughs> rattle them off, and that's the entire scene. It's It's It's
3: agonizing. It's so brutal. It feels like homework. (laughs) Also, the action sucks dick. It looks... Like, if it looked okay, I could live with it. Like, I've seen, like, decent action movies with horrible, unfunny quips the whole time before. Like, that... I can live with that. The only fight that looks even remotely cool is the one at the end where Roman Reigns is just kicking the shit out of people. (sighs) The
2: the Samoa scene's real good. That should have been more of the movie. Like, that scene happens, I'm like, fuck yeah. And then they leave and go to have another battle. I'm like, no, just fucking end it. (laughs) Ah, i to reconnect with my family. Alright, let's go fight the robot man now. Like, fuck off. And also, the need, like, oh, uh, Jason Statham, his sister, who, by the way, at least 25 years younger, if not 30, like absolutely go fuck yourself trying to tell me they're brother's sister. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. <laughs> but even moving past that, it's like, alright, well, he has a sister. Like, Well, obviously she'll fall in love with The Rock, because he's the coolest and the smartest and the funniest. Like, why wouldn't she want to make out with him right now? It's like, I don't need this at yeah. all. <laughs> it sucks so bad. I f- Look, if you like Hobbs and Shaw, that's fantastic. I love that for you. But, my god. Between Fast 8 and then this, it things were looking real dire for this whole series which I guess you know what let's just segue straight into Fast 9 thank you Justin Lin for all of your service you provided to us yeah.
3: god what would we do without him um.
0: I did like that uh, I, I could have watched this movie with anyone I could have watched this movie with you guys I could have watched this movie with a woman who would have sex with me or I could watch this movie with Josh, who called Helen Mirren some old British lady.
3: I can't believe he didn't call her Helen Keller. <laughs> he doesn't it know who like Helen Keller thing, is. That's a good point.
2: She wrote the diary, right? Very important to
3: his people. She would have been a believer. <laughs> that's
2: an all-timer. It really is, yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, let's talk about F9, the tenth movie in the Fast Saga. So we start in 1989, a very good year, and Dominic Toretto's father, Jack, is uh, racing. And his two idiot sons, I mean two normal sons, are in his pit crew, and... uh, He's like, oh, I need some help, because, like, sometimes when you're racing, you have to stop racing for a little bit, and people have to work on your car for a bit, which, or, I have to tell you, if they did this in track and field, it would certainly change the name (laughs) of the game. Anyway, his sons are like, okay, your car is good now. I, uh... I guess, and he races away. That car fucking explodes. It gets significant air before it explodes. It is. It's like part of that top wire thing, and then like goes backwards and goes forward again. And everyone just keeps racing around. They're just like, whatever. It is
3: a complete skeleton of a car before it hits the ground.
0: It's so
1: good.
2: (laughs) It's the fucking scene of MacGruber where the van explodes. (laughs) (laughs) It's so uncalled for. because you watch like alright uh, I mean we never really saw his dad I guess he dies in re- oh my god <laughs> that thing is incinerated seconds after leaving the ground
0: so one of the cool things about this is I got to watch this with Josh people if you're listening to this you may remember he's my jerk of the week he's also one of my best friends so he's watching this and he didn't say this but I could tell during later on when we were watching the movie because of what he said to me he had no idea that this was supposed to be Dominic Toretto and also <laughs> brother Jacob Toretto. <laughs> and I have to admit, I'm partially on his side. Now, I will admit, I'm a more, shall we say, active listener than he is because people call this character Dom several times and, you just, and like everyone's oh, like jacket says Toretto and I'm just like, oh, one plus one. It could be like two. a nickname, though. Yeah. <laughs> and But I have to admit, I am on Josh's side here. The 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 kid that got to play teenage Dominic Toretto looks nothing like Vin Diesel at all. Okay, I would like to state for the
3: record that no human being alive looks anything like Vin Diesel. So I don't right. think that they really had any options here.
0: I I know I get it, but like surely there's like I'm I'm not saying you have to use the Irishman technology here, but like but look at what a picture. if we did. Yeah, look at a picture of young Vin Diesel, try to find the closest amalgamation, and get whoever this guy is to overdub, because I will say what this guy does is he does a very, very good vocal impression of Vin Diesel.
3: Yeah, see, that's why Josh is an idiot, because, like, there's no way that that could possibly be anybody else talking.
0: Well, I don't think he... I don't, know, I don't actually know if he talks a whole lot in this scene. There's a whole lot of, uh... Cars going by really fast, so you don't hear a whole lot. I did think that this scene was particularly funny, though, because uh, after his dad crashes, Dominic Toretto's trying to run onto the track, and he's being held back, and they're doing, like, the Zack Snyder slow motion thing, and he's yelling at the wreckage, That's my dad! I'm like, What well, even Josh knew that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really... I could not stop thinking about... What if they did like Rise of Skywalker and they just took like old old Vin Diesel footage? <laughs> so it's just like him from Pitch Black wearing the goggles, and be like, S- <laughs>
1: S- just out there. <laughs>
0: "Well, speaking of Pitch Black and the uh, that killer character, uh, I, I'm actually looking at Wikipedia right now for notes on the progression of the plot, and Wikipedia, source of all knowledge, confirms a debate that we had before we started recording. After the crash." Dirty rival racer Ketty Linder has an altercation with Dom, who nearly beats him to death.
3: All right, that's not canon, it's on Wikipedia. As I'm it's, it's on the only, the only college student here, it's, nothing no. on Wikipedia is citable in a paper.
2: No, it's, so, it's, uh, it's there.
0: It's there. So uh,
3: I guess I have to rewatch all the
2: movies. It's the, the only thing
0: papers. that makes <laughs> 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 I Guess you have to rewatch Hobbs and Shot. I know what happens. So, <laughs> oh, hang on a second. <laughs> So Dominic gets arrested uh, for being very naughty, and uh, he—I guess while he's in uh, prison, he meets some fun friends, and they tell, him, "Oh yeah, if there's a hairline fracture in this like hose thing, then like the car could just spontaneously combust." And all of a sudden, I'm like, "I don't, I don't know if I want to drive home from the theater now."
3: <laughs> it's literally the most that
0: angle a- of deflection
2: moment.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: That was such a weird moment of like, are those the guys from Fast and Furious 4? Oh, they're gone. Well, I guess I'll yeah. never <laughs> wow. I'm, not, I'm not rewatching that fucking movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, Bamba Lo Fuego. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. So, yeah, it seems like a bit of a problem. Anyway, he's like, well, Jacob, my white brother, uh, I guess we might as well just start with it now. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have to get into it. Because it's so noticeable. They wouldn't do this like, if they didn't want us to talk about it.
2: In, in the trailer when they drop there would be like, it's your brother. It's like, okay, so like a stepbrother or like a half brother or something, they like never got along. Got along. Yeah. No, we're just told like, no, that's they're blood brothers.
3: And uh, you know, you figure it out. Like, Fuck yourself. They literally wrote themselves in this corner and then had to pay Jordana Brewster to come back. <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise
0: <laughs> it makes no sense. I was gonna say, yeah. Hey, wait a second. Why isn't she in any of the flashbacks?
3: <laughs> she is, actually. She's in one
2: of
0: them. Oh, is she? I,
2: yeah. I forgot. Oh, she right, was right, like, right. why is she here? Like, oh, yeah, sister. They haven't mentioned a sister in any of the 40 flashbacks. But, like, they wrote themselves into the fucking specter twist of, like, they adopted you and my dad liked you more, so now I'm going to kill you. But, like, no, they just. They were close <laughs> their whole life. And then. He did some dumb shit and decided to instead of like revealing the secret, just to become a master spy. <laughs> the,
0: the thing is, like, I ordinarily I wouldn't talk so much about this because, like, like the movie says, you know, family is family is family, but they look so different. <laughs> they even dress differently when they're like little kids. You get like little, uh there was a oh, generic POC, Vin Diesel, and the whitest kid you've ever seen with the whitest haircut so this scene like i said takes place in 1989 (laughs) and like ordinarily you try to be consistent be like what did people dress like back in 1989 what were their hairstyles in 1989 no one had this richard richard spencer ass haircut in 1989. Just
3: like we need we need a brother for vin diesel who's like calling card it's his questionable ethnicity why not get this guy that was in the fucking
0: Peaky Blinders? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's get someone who looks like they belong on Blue Mountain State. That's perfect.
0: Good call. <laughs> I everyone. will say, I do think that that kid looks like someone who would grow up to look like the face of John Cena, which, by the way, the, the other Alex said one time that I look like John Cena. And boy, I hope I don't age like him.
3: <laughs> Dude, like, it's it's upsetting because like John Cena he has like you know he's always had very defined facial features but now aging like I don't know how else to say this he looks like one of those like you know like indigenous peoples that put rocks in their mouth to like make their <laughs> make their skin fall down
0: okay let me put this in a slightly more sensitive way
3: <laughs> I said that as nice as I could dude you He don't looks have to like,
0: make fun of me he looks like the white version of the Great Khali how is that better? <laughs> it's not. I don't know.
3: <laughs> no one can stop the great. People. <laughs> Look,
2: for someone who's been a pro wrestler for his entire life, he can be doing a lot worse for himself. That's, that's true. Good. That's very, very true. In fact, as far as wrestlers go, he looks fantastic. <laughs>
3: fantastic. Yeah how he, how old is John Cena? It's well, not that old. His early forties, I think. Yeah, is something he?
2: like that. Uh, yeah, I think old. so. Yeah, okay. There's but no also, he like. 50s. He, like, carried that company for, like, a decade, so that's like 300 days a year. Oh, like, yeah, you know what? yeah. Could be worse.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I just, I'm just thinking back, and this is a scene that happens, like, way later on in the movie, but it's a flashback to when they're, like, eight and, what, four years old, and he's like, oh, look at this, the engine of 1970 Dodge Charger is like, if you keep it running right, this could run forever, like family. And little eight-year-old Vin Diesel, <laughs> who is not looking at the car at all. He is staring dead-eyed at the cue cars off the screen. <laughs> we of our family is invincible. And <laughs> he's just like, that. yeah, that's right, son. What about you, Jacob? And the whitest kid with the blondest hair. And you just, you expect the voice to sound like uh, Jeffrey from Yardale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I have to You're right, my this. Dominican
2: brother. We're going to be racers and family forever.
1: All right. Great. Uh, I don't see it's why fucking, we have to have well a headline crackdown. fucking brother. <laughs> the 4.0 <laughs> graded
0: point average. Y'all It's
1: just. <laughs> it's so funny. Hello,
0: Dom. Up. It's me, your other brother. <laughs> Just the whole I thing mean, is a Dave Chappelle white voice <laughs> the entire
1: time.
2: You know there's in the writer's room like, okay, so we can never show the mother, right, Wick? We, we right, can't even yeah. begin to go down this road. Yeah. Which, you know what? <laughs> they're brothers. They'll figure it out. Hans All back right. from the
3: dead, you guys. Don't worry about it. I love that it's obvious that they knew. <laughs> like, like it, it's like... Like, like, yeah, I, I mean, they, even they with knew. the casting of fucking Vin Diesel's kid, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that's looks that's like, looks like John point. Travolta in the 80s. <laughs> I'm thinking of that, like, a specific fucking movie cover where John Travolta's playing, like, that 80s singer or whatever, where he has, like, the fucking flowing locks. It's like, cool, that's five-year-old John Travolta. <laughs> I have no idea what that fucking movie is, I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> did actually kinda yeah. have the hair, yeah, I have to admit, yeah. I don't know the movie either, but uh, it's, it's not of a future people questionable uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, so anyway, they the uh, was after Dominic Toretto, who a note to Josh if he's listening, is Vin Diesel's character. Uh, after he's released from prison he decides he'll challenge his brother, Jacob, to a street race. And, uh, it's, it's, I guess it's one of those, oh, if you win, then then we can be family again. If you lose, then you have to be like Simba The Lion King. You have to run away and never come home and make friends with the meerkat and the warthog. So, uh, one of them uses their, uh, fucking blue flame too early. Like, one of them called a hits the rope. right input at the right time. And... Jacob fucking <laughs> runs away, going ah the whole time.
2: Jacob loses shoes. No! And he just keeps driving. <laughs> it's so good. It just, <laughs> he just he Randy Marsh freak out and speeds this off. This is actually like a <laughs> climb leader.
0: <laughs> so fucking uh, Dominic Toretto, who note to Josh is played by Vin Diesel is raising his son with Letty. And uh, I, I will say this, the more I see Michelle Rodriguez, the more I like her. I think she's actually really good. And especially in this series, obviously, she was kind of made for this role. It does kind of feel like she's typecast, when she's not killing dogs. Those dogs, dogs were asking uh, for it. It. It's like... <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> she's the bonzo of these movies. Uh... <laughs> I will say that there are three people in these movies who, like, subconsciously make me, like, rub my biceps, and they're Vin Diesel, uh, The Rock, and also Michelle Rodriguez, because, like, every single time I'm like, maybe she'll get back in the gym here, I don't know what I'm doing there. Uh, But she's a really, really great action star, but she can do all (laughs) sorts of things. I I think if I were a director, I'd, like, cast her as a regular sort of, like, romantic comedy sort of role and just see if she could do that without, like, roundhouse kicking somebody. (laughs) Uh, in this opening why, why would I want to lose the roundhouses though uh, well if, if I mean if you can roundhouse
3: you got a roundhouse I you
0: know, but it's just I like I want know. to see if you can do something where you don't do that anyway so he's living on a secret farm away from it all and doesn't even have a phone. I don't know how he makes money or sustains his livelihood. I guess he just cuts down trees or something. And They
3: stole like a hundred billion dollars. Oh, like, right. I, I they spent stole a while. A lot of safes.
0: Sorry, I didn't I mean, fucking re-watch Hobbs and Shaw to familiarize myself <laughs> with the series so you will no and uh, we'll get to Yoda soon just just talking about Dom's kid
2: when they casually drop like yeah you know his mom died I was like oh fuck that's right I totally forgot that the mom and I came the fucking cop
0: I don't fucking remember that shit I (laughs) totally forgot
2: You never went back and finished 8. That's all. That's well, right no,
0: look, 8 lasted exactly 35 minutes. As far as I'm concerned, watched, that's canonical. You <laughs> watched was the
2: only one. good part of that movie.
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs> Twice. Because <laughs> <laughs> they replayed it. <laughs> nope. And we were just like, yeah, this was good. I mean, then the fucking... Which, by the way, watching this with Josh, Josh kept saying, Toretto did that shit the entire movie, and no one raised an order card. <laughs> yeah. Because I think people were just too confused. <laughs> so, uh,. Anyway, uh, his three friends, um, Ludacris, Tyrese, and who was that woman?
2: Oh, the oh woman yeah. The one Furious 7, who I didn't expect she to was, come back. Yeah, the fucking her,
0: lady, Ramsey. Her name is <laughs> Natalie Emmanuel, a British computer hecticist.
3: Yeah, just move on. <laughs> the movie sure does.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. You're fine. It's <laughs> One so of those funny. words I don't like very much at all. <laughs> and they're just like, what? yeah, we got a new mission. And he's like, I don't want to do missions anymore. And they're like, come on, this isn't who you are. You want to ride your car. He's like, oh, well, my son. And uh, Letty's just like, what are the f- fucking doing? It's Fast and the Furious. Let's go. So she leaves, and he just abandons his son. <laughs> it's just like, this is something you're not to do. And just fucking... Rides off onto a fucking runway. And I assume that kid is just sitting on his I, ass. I, I mean, like, I, in we my like, opinion, oh, just going to say, so. like,
3: he left him with Mia and Brian. And then Mia's there. It's like, oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: exactly. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's watching the kids. I'll do this dangerous mission. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, so, uh,
2: this scene where they recruit him really made it clear, like, how much this franchise misses Paul Walker. Because watching Vin Diesel and Tyrese try and have like a back and forth feels so wrong. Right? Yeah, they, it's like they should not occupy the same space ever. Yeah, exactly.
0: Know. Tyrese is a very like there, there's like supposed to be someone between them. Tyrese talks to Paul Walker, who talks to Vin Diesel. You know, something like that. And um, hey, man, unfortunately, it's, me. They it's don't like
2: really. who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> no, we're I'm done. I told you not to follow me. Yeah, but. You know, we got a, we got an SOS so that call from being Kurt the fucking, like, come to the plate immediately. The
0: Which, by the, the way, I did like. Sorry, Any, of these people, people, any of these people care about Mister Nobody?
3: This isn't a fucking character in your
0: franchise. Correct. I, I was well, under the, the impression they don't like him.
2: By the way, they say that t- you cannot say Mister Nobody that many times. Right? Yeah, yeah that's too a silly. Good point.
0: I did like that Mister Nobody's hostage question mark video was filmed like a Saw <laughs> movie because whoever is <laughs> <was> like
2: <laughs> I didn't realize he was going to come back for a flashback so in my head I was like yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, that's Russell, exactly what got I like thought cool 500,000 <laughs> to go oh god help me the coordinates and then just turn off his zoom
0: call <laughs> <laughs> just walk off the stage <laughs> oh that video looked like it was filmed in an outhouse too Uh, It's real good. (laughs) Anyway, they're just like, well, what do we have to do? Where do we have to go? I don't know. Somewhere in the fucking jungle. So I will say I fucking love this jungle scene, dude. This is like one of the great opening scenes for Fast and Furious movies.
2: So this is the part where I let everyone know that not only did I see it on the giant Cinemark XD screen, but I also paid extra yep. for the D box seats, which are the seats that move violently yeah. while you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> so I, as I am peeking, <coughs> my body is shaking like I'm in an electric chair <laughs> as they are driving over landmines, and I've never been happier in my life.
0: Holy shit! I, I would have busted our
2: back, baby. I I stood up and like my legs were like jello, like. <laughs> <laughs> After two and a half hours, like the entire last hour of just nonstop magnet cars throwing other cars around, oh, yeah, dude. I was literally oh, yeah, shook dude. out of my core.
0: Honestly, like, are good. I, I think it's an easy comparison for someone like me to make, but this looks like a movie where they watch Fury Road and they're just like, oh, we could take this, this, and this, and they did it really, really well. Like the, the convoy chasing them is like, that's the shot that you show, like this overhead pulling back. You just see how many vehicles are coming up after them, the explosions and everything. They got the stunts right. Obviously, it's a different movie narrative-wise from uh, Fury Road, but they did that opening chase really, really well, and I fucking loved it. One of the other things I watched is like, Michelle Rodriguez is perhaps the most badass out of all of them, because she's riding that motorcycle over a minefield, and everyone else is in, like, a car is like, oh, you know, maybe I could survive running over a mine. If she, like, gets close to one of those, she is I just, fucked.
3: I really respect, uh, I did like I really respect his, them throwing to the ludicrous and being like, hey man, do the math, how fast do we have to be going to, to get over it? That was funny. I, I'm just sitting there like, fuck
0: yes, dude, Justin
3: Lin knows what yeah. I want. <laughs> I, Justin
2: Wynn is so fucking good at filming action, it's insane. How is he not doing ten movies a year? There's, it's so good.
0: I also like the fucking... Tyrese was really scared about, like, yo, what does uh, landmine in Spanish mean? And he's driving the fucking car that Minion drives in <laughs> Twisted Metal. Like, what are you worried about?
2: Driving a giant take asking what Polygro means. <laughs> so like, uh, you gotta go, like, at least 80. Guys, I only go to 60. Yeah, you're gonna have to go at least 80,
0: man. <laughs> <80 laughs> I did like that. Ludicrous was telling him put your f- put the pedal to the metal. It's just like I, th- I just, think he's just doing just that. Just simply actually. go That's, faster. Uh,
3: That's how it works.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns out he actually does have the most to worry about because like he runs over a mine and gets stuck between like two walls. And uh hang on, I uh, I have to admit that. Josh had the best line of the entire night Because while that vehicle is stuck Between those two cliffs He says yo James Franco cuz
2: His brain is fucking crazy. I can't
0: believe that dude made a 127 hours reference I'm proud I'm Anyway no. he escapes That credit. vehicle <laughs> You're just jealous he didn't think of it first So he escapes that vehicle And almost lands on a landmine and then, like, the truck drops, and it looks like it falls on him, the people behind us gasped.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I was stoned
3: enough that I was like, did they just kill Tyrese? And then my brain was like, no, 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 of course not. But for, like, half a second, I was there. And right. I was really amped about it. Because you can't watch these movies with yeah. a brain. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> like, right. Yeah.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. If you
3: think about literally no, any of the multiple things points that where I was like, up, "Like, you're like, oh, this is fucking moronic why are we talking about this
0: yeah like josh josh was noticed that i was like sighing and throwing my hands up into the air like at multiple parts because they were just like that's just not physically possible that's not how bodies work but uh it was fine there's no way he could have landed like, that jump fun, you know they're like they're consistent in their inconsistency so to speak Anyway, I will admit that uh, that is not the most ridiculous part of the scene.
2: Not even close.
0: <laughs> because after this, it turns out they're chasing after Jacob Toretto, who is the white brother of Dominic Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way for me to say that because he's so fucking white in comparison.
2: like, <laughs> I know this discussion happened back when the casting first happened, but that was like two years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. It's very funny. They're like, alright, fuck The Rock. Who's another (laughs) wrestler we can bring in? Oh, here's another (laughs) giant man. Yeah. Uh, he's white. Eh, Well,
0: too bad. Also large biceps. So here we go. Anyway, so he gets half of the device, the world conquering device, and he drives away in this very fast car. He drives off a cliff, and he's picked up by a plane. This is the normal part of this scene. And... Dominic Toretto's just like Lady do you trust me? She's like no And he just decides to drive off anyway Fucking Somehow like there's a rope And like a fucking chain Which attaches to a car Which like throws him around like a Bungee cord onto some other like Mountain and then the, the helicopters And planes just get bored yeah, and Don't leave. care it owned Oh my
2: god dude <laughs> He's, uh, is he a, oh, he's I, over the border. I guess we got to turn back. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about the fact that Tyrese gets shot like thirty times, and then he's like, "Damn, that's crazy! I didn't get pierced by a single bullet," and then it's <laughs> never mentioned again.
0: Well, no. Okay, technically, it's re- it's mentioned over and over again because this leads to a later scene where he says, "Yo, are we immortal?" And no, it's I a want good. Po- oh wait, how wait. this scene happen? Also, that because like, like that's again, that that's a immortal, thing, but. Because, like, this scene, one of the things I really want to mention about this is, like, as I watch it, maybe, like, five minutes into this fucking movie, which uh, Josh actually brought up a really good point. Is like, I like how quickly they get into this action. Like, we've been in this movie for 15 minutes, and already, yeah. like, I'm amped. Like, five minutes in, they're shooting at Tyrese, and I'm like, he just died, like, seven different times. There's no way he's alive. There's no way you can miss a guy that many times with that many First bullets. Movie? But he's still alive. And Parker brings up a good point. His coat has bullet holes. Why
2: doesn't Tyrese the bullet. have bullet holes? <laughs> like the way he we see him get lit up and then he just starts firing blindly and hits everyone. In my head I'm like, oh, this is like some weird simulation like training mission. That's a weird way to lure them all I out here. I hope not. But then it's just over and you're like, "Wait." How did he spin around and one shot everyone while getting rid of like fucking Willem Defoe and Platoon? This? And he's like, damn guys, that's crazy. Are we invincible? And they're like, hey, you're fucking stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was that's one of those things, it's like the recurring <laughs> motif of the movie is, you're, are we just immortal? And everyone's just like, Oh Tyrese, you stupid Dude. motherfucker. He's holding his shirt with like
2: loaded with bullet holes. Like, guys, how do I not have a
3: scratch on me? Like, Harry's a
1: fucking idiot. Really really reminded me that time we all
3: made fun of Harry for Mm. being worried about the seven (laughs) thirty (laughs) seven (laughs) Max. I think about that a lot, and how he just never brings it up. I think he does too.
0: Yeah. I mean that dude's been in what seven of these movies, and he's still kicking. He takes a lick and he keeps on kicking, and he probably has a point. And I was I was actually a little bit worried. As like, look, if they're gonna go to outer space, spoiler, then like maybe this is science fiction enough that they discover that they have some sort of immortal gene in them or something like that. and That's how they man, keep on surviving. Cool. in for that. Every single one of them, except for Gal Gadot. I guess <laughs>
3: everyone's alive, but her. She's point, too famous.
2: I buy it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that would explain Han coming back from the dead
2: that would be a much better explanation too I <laughs> was
0: actually like, like a little bit worried that they were gonna like Han was gonna come back and be like yo how did you survive that, uh, that car crash and he would've been like you would've survived it too and then they go into like <laughs> GDX mode and it's just like you have the bloodshot gene, and, and you can never die show me like so, you've always me, like, survived like a fucking
3: it. montage of like experiments <laughs> being done on monkeys that are immortal like please god give me that in this movie <laughs>
0: then Tyrese fights off Jasper. <laughs> so <laughs>
3: I do I, I really appreciate you know literally every single line that mostly ludicrous has in this movie about it. I was like nah bro just trust the math it's fine we got this it's like okay sure I'm sure that's how physics works I'm in why not it's so good it's such a good bit I loved it it's
2: I love watching this movie and remembering that it was supposed to be Ja Rule this whole time, but he wanted more money. And now Ludacris is like, one of the richest people on the planet, because once a year he gets paid to go on vacation and shoot a movie for six months.
0: And make jokes at Tyrese's expense. (laughs) This really is the American "Uh, dream.
2: You're a super hacker, but also we brought in a lady and she's a better hacker, so you're just pretty good at hacking. Also, you just talk shit to Tyrese. Also, you just go to like six different countries... Uh, you find first class everywhere, it's great And then you drive a car There's like
0: one scene here's, where you like do CQC on like three different people And you look really cool It's
2: like, oh yeah, no, you get your hands dirty But here's the thing, you look fucking awesome And you just like murder a couple people <laughs> Like, at one point When t- uh, Tyrese is running and He just turns around and just double taps those guys It's like, oh, okay <laughs> Yeah, see They're just murdering foreign cops
0: On their soil Because <laughs> they're looking for a magic cube Well, it's not a cube. It's it's like two halves of a soccer ball or something like that. And I guess their research lets them know that having just one of those makes you the god of the earth, and having two of them makes you the god of damn near everything. And if the bad guy, who I have to admit, kind of looks like Carrie Elwes, uh. If he gets his hands <laughs> on it, then uh, he'll be the god emperor of the earth. I have to admit, they spend like almost no time explaining this, and the movie is so Correct. much better for it. They're just like, yeah. this is the thing we need to get. All right, this is your macguffin. Go after it. This is our excuse for chase scenes, high scenes, etc." And I, I don't need the explanation that Infinite gave us, which was so yeah. confusing and just made just, no. Just, fucking let sense. Down, like, just let me write down. Like, let me write
3: down. Asshole German from Beerfest wants to take over world, and I'm happy. Like, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I thought it was a I did, Army too. Up until,
0: up until two hours ago. Right, yeah. I was, like, convinced. I was like, oh, is this fucking deer? Is this the reason Alex liked it?
2: And also, talking about the MacGuffin, like, I almost stopped you and asked, how does controlling half of it make you that powerful? And I was yep. like, Oh, I don't care. Wrong yeah, movie. I I don't could care. be wrong.
0: I I don't. I also don't care. No one's going to correct me because this is so not important. We're already talking about it more than anyone else is ever going to talk about. it. The point like, here is they call not good it good the device. T- <laughs>
2: it's it's not good to watch a movie and go like, oh, the thing everyone's after. That doesn't really matter. But also, yep, it doesn't. It's yeah. about family. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, well, it's that's what, what makes powerful. it so powerful. So <laughs> anyway, uh, they all regroup and be like, damn. How are we going to get this one? I have to admit, like in all, I think in most of the other movies, what they do is they're just like, "Oh man, we're going to get a great payday out of this one, and we're going to have like a whole bunch of money, and we can live alone in the sticks without a phone and raise my son, and also Leti is here. again." But, but like everyone else, like imagine like Tyrese has to be in it for the money, and he can get the ladies and the cars and stuff. Maybe try. And like, but in this case, they're just superheroes. They just want to save the world. They don't want this bad guy to be in charge of everything, because maybe then they won't won't have money and cars anymore. I don't know. But like, I have to admit, this is this is more of a superhero movie than most DC movies. They feel like heroes. They're they're actively saving the world better than Superman does. Not not better. Not better than kill about as many people as Superman, but still.
1: I, I, I mean, I mean. last time I checked,
3: yeah. the Fast and the Furious crew only fought, at most, one kingdom. <laughs> the numbers don't okay. lie. I so mean, anyway, all about the math,
0: Mia Toretto shows up. <laughs> Mia Toretto's like, I want to be part That's of right, the crew! Tish. And they're like, okay. Wait, who's watching our kid? Ah, whatever. So, <laughs> so. Don't worry, Paul Walker's
2: watching.
3: <laughs> Off screen, you can't see him,
2: but I, he's there. He's high. there, in <laughs> our I, hearts.
3: I, like, I don't think I can wait to talk about the end scene of this movie anymore
0: (laughs) here's the thing dude josh didn't bring it up josh didn't bring it up but we were we were like i think we were making jokes like oh dude it's gonna be like paul walker's coming up ha 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 but like the blue car shows up and i think what he assumed is oh that's gonna be uh jacob uh toretto but that's that's Paul Walker's car at the end.
2: <laughs> I cannot tell you how tense I was as that car pulled up. I was like...
0: No what no are they gonna one. do? They're, just, <laughs> they're not gonna fucking
2: What are you gonna just, fucking do, dude? They're just What no are God, we
0: doing? Like, oh you're doing dude, you're doing the fucking like whitest kids you know. What are you doing, right, man? So <laughs> two of you would probably know two
3: would probably no one else. When they dress fucking Helena up in the racing uniform in Neo Yokio and she goes to the press conference <laughs> that but it's Paul Walker for an entire movie <laughs> Like what do you think, Brian? And it's just a guy in a racing helmet giving the thumbs up.
0: <laughs> Dude, they could have done like a, a like a COVID thing, like he's wearing a mask.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone doing a Paul Walker impression, like with their hand in front like, "Well, it's good to see you, my familia." <laughs> They're just using clips from all of his movies <laughs> Dude, they, they just tignataro him well, they into just, the movie It's just, it's just Steve Buscemi <laughs> How do you do, fellow drivers? <laughs> it's me your friends pulling out varsity blues And
2: she's all that clips <laughs>
0: <sighs> Would have been better if like Lucas Black was there twice I mean, anyway, uh, yes, forever. So every we gotta get to
3: that. <laughs>
0: I feel like. Wait, wait, we'll There's get to okay. So okay we, before so we get to that, we should talk see. about the bad guys. Okay, so the bad guy's name is Otto. Yeah, it is. And, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, so Jacob Toretto goes up to Otto. And is like, "How do you do, Otto man?" <laughs> well, I'm gonna go win ten trophies and also the
3: world satellite dispense system for no reason.
0: <laughs> And also they're best friends with Cypher.
3: No, they, they kidnapped her for Mr. Nobody, who kidnapped her for who knows why. And that's why they have to put her I, yeah, in, they got in her the in laser the... jail.
0: I have to I have to say I was like a little bit lost on who was doing what for what reason here. And Cypher, she's just in Magneto's prison and She's got breathing holes in there, which is interesting because I don't think there was a roof on it, so she could have just <laughs> breathed through the roof. <laughs> uh, maybe, like, the holes are, like, they could insert, like, a tube so she could, like, eat go or something.
3: Squirting
2: Go-Gurt. Stupid-ass cannibal electric cage that they put Charlie's Theron in.
0: They put her in there so she can't hack anything.
3: <laughs> when they roll up with that fucking typewriter, <laughs> be like, yeah, he used this to hack. Dude, I was dying.
0: <laughs> it was so fucking good, dude.
2: If you don't remember, uh, Cipher is the villain from Fast Eight, and if you want to know what she did, I don't know if I can remember. Yeah, I mean, uh, I watched I that I
0: didn't get to this part, butt. but I know it's in the butt. Fast Eight she had the blonde dreads, and people were just like, "Oh, yeah, that's cultural So here she has a stupid ass Bo, uh, uh, Bo Howard uh, haircut. Can't. The stupid fucking bull cut. I'm just like, oh, you look like one of the kids from Home Improvement. You can't just fucking do this. <laughs> Jonathan
2: Taylor Thomas looking. at Yeah, ahead. she
0: really does, dude. It's fucking stupid. She's still beautiful. She's Charlize she, Theron. She's she wonderful. Looks like a I monk. love her, but like, yeah, she does. She's got. The...
2: <laughs> oh, someone like karate comedy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give the Utsky Dutsky. So yeah, she's in this and gives no one the utski dootski. She's she's just in this prison just making fun of people she's just like roasting everyone who comes up there I'm like you know you could just kill her like you just like put a, like a nine millimeter through one of those holes like a fucking glory hole and just like and then she's done she's not making fun of you but no one does that because you need to see where she flies a drone at the end of the movie and
2: another case I'm like hey are you free for a weekend yeah
3: that was hey, yeah. You even no, new one? cool you just have to come to this airplane hangar you don't have to go anywhere else it's fine
0: yeah yeah <laughs> So, uh, they have to find the other half of the device, which, according to Wikipedia, is called Ares. Sure, man. I'll take your word for it. Oh, uh, that was, that was fucking, that was, that was ludicrous Light. It's like, yo, in ancient Roman mythology, Ares was the god of war. You get your hands on both of Ares, you become the god of damn near everything. Because it's like a systematic reset of everything, so it's kind of like the end of Fight Club, I guess. So, uh... <laughs> What does is, what is Dom do? Oh, yeah, he meets uh, Michael Rooker.
2: What? Yeah, sure. Yeah, though. what? Look, this movie didn't need to be 220. You know, I don't need to see Michael Rooker talking to Dominic Toretto. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, he's
0: in this movie for less than five minutes. Thank goodness. I love Michael <laughs> I mean, Rooker, but, like, as what many are you doing? scenes
2: is Lucas Black.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, actually, and this so is a good much. part to, to do it. So at this point, uh, the crew splits into three. Uh... We'll start with my good friends Tyrese, Ludacris, and the British hacktivist. They they go to... Uh, Tyrese. <laughs> they go to... Uh, what are they? Go? They go somewhere. And they meet up with Lucas Black. For Josh, this is the guy from Tokyo Drift. Uh-huh. They also meet up with uh, so excited, Summation dude. dude and also regular Bow Wow. Uh,
3: <laughs> the fact that they brought back all three of them, made me so unbelievably happy. Like, it was not necessary to bring back anybody but Lucas Black, and yet, there's our good friend Twinkie.
0: Yeah. Wait, I did like I that probably whole scene, like, hard did you ever moment. go by that nickname? a <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> really like, Dominic Toretto sent us. <laughs> I'm just staring like. Who the fuck is Tony Toretto? Never met. This dude. I
0: I have to admit, like this is one of like the funniest scenes from this whole thing because the character of Lucas Black has changed significantly from Tokyo Drift. In Tokyo Drift, he's this Alabama like high school kid who just likes to race cars, and then he goes to Tokyo. And I just like to drift cars. In this. I mentioned on a previous episode the three nerds from the X Files. He's become one of them. He's become one of the wacky guys. <laughs> he puts rockets on cars. Like you heard about a ten second car, and here's a two second car. <laughs> and he just does this the entire movie. And I have to admit, one of the funniest scenes of the whole thing is where, before the guy says, "Who the fuck is Dominic Toretto?" Well, he says, "Dominic Toretto said us," and he looks at the screen like. <laughs> You've spoken to him
2: twice
0: ever. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I remember he was at, like, the end of the fucking Tokyo Drift. He's like, oh, I guess I have to race this guy. He's like, just get this stupid, gourdless stare at the camera. Fucking loved it. Also, I, I love this scene, too. It like it, it clearly does not beat that jet. He's like, what are you celebrating? I was like, no, that car didn't <laughs> blow up. And then it blows up. It's, it was really good, good timing. It's
3: so unnecessary to have this scene, but also
0: it's maybe my favorite scene in the movie. So... Yeah, I fucking lo- also again genuinely, it's so nice to have this character back because I really. Yeah, it's like you see the scene back. and
3: you're just like, "I oh, was cool. I'm glad <laughs> they brought them back for this one scene." <laughs> and
2: then, so like that's that's the magic of these movies. Is like a lot of franchises are built around oh, we'll have a whole universe and all these characters. This movie's like, all right, how do we bring back Bow Wow? It's like, okay. So we'll need them to get the space somehow. <laughs> so we'll have Bow Wow and Lucas Black show up, and they make a rocket that they strap to a car, and they can shoot the car into space. And also, there will be a drone with magnets to get the car up there. It's like, you'd like most franchises wouldn't bother because like Tokyo Drifts like this weird black sheep to most of the normie fans, but hey, to us, show it's clearly the best. Build a rocket car.
0: I mean, this also kind of so, shows like the way that characters progress over time. Lucas Black, at the time of Tokyo Drift, was sort of. I think he was sort of cast as, like, this Josh Hartnett, like, teen heartthrob sort of character. And he's aged into just, like, a character actor now. And he just embraces it, and it's great. He did age in a very... This is not a compliment, but physically, he sort of aged like a British guy does. Like, it's, I'm not necessarily like a receding airline, but, like, his head shape is just, like, Prince Harry-esque. And I'm just like, oh, no.
2: <laughs> so, uh... Big shout-out to the Letterboxd review that's just if prince philip was still alive this would have killed us. <laughs> big shout out to overrode that
0: shit uh, well the episode's over i guess i can't do any better than that uh i will say uh that there's another part of this letty and mia uh they they go to tokyo and this is one of the scenes that uh josh and i laughed really hard at because they got like a secret postcard that says, well, you know, when people are scared, they go to... In Westerns, they they put their back to the ocean. They go to Mexico. And it's like, oh, postmarked Tokyo. So we have to go to Tokyo to find Mexico. It's like, maybe we'll find Han hiding there. How is he alive? We'll get to that later. And they're just walking around. They get, like, a bowl of soup. And they're just like, jeez, I, I don't know where he is. I don't know what's going on here. And then all of a sudden, they t- randomly, just somewhere in Tokyo, fucking Letty. Ortiz looks up, and she sees the Mexican flag, and she's like, oh, he must be up there. <laughs> like, this is one of the things that made me laugh really hard about Tokyo Drift when he first goes to Tokyo and just happens to stumble upon his father. He has no idea where anything is, can't read or speak the language, and they just happen to be in the right place. Oh, there it is. The Mexican flag let was just go in there. We just happened to be in the right place. Uh, then they meet a female ninja, and uh, they kill three people.
2: what? What the fuck? <laughs> Han just fucking
1: assassinate. <laughs> like so four good, people. dude. Right.
2: Also the fight with the women fighting the intruders inside is very good. Yeah, that's just actually a pretty a good so scene. So fucking good.
0: It's so good. Yeah. I was I was like pleasantly surprised. I, give me the spin
2: off. Yeah. Give me the uh, Replace Hobbs and Shaw with... Whoever
0: she is, yeah. His, Unless she ends up being Katana from Suicide Squad, in which case, uh, oh, cool. Alex. <laughs> no,
2: give me the spin off of them doing Tokyo Crimes. Yeah, let's watch, watch Tokyo Crimes
0: the movie. That's a good name for a movie. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, the the bad guys are trying to kill him, and then they get sniped by the loudest sniper rifle in all of Tokyo. It's, and it's just oh Han. God. And I gotta admit, I almost stood up out of my seat when I saw him again. I talk about a guy who's aged pretty well. So, uh... What, what do they do? I think they just I think they just leave And uh, What happens now Oh, uh, they, they go to, I think they go to London Or Edinburgh or something like that And this is one of the big chase scenes where they discover Oh, the secret of the movie is magnets <laughs> And I just found my cold open It's going to be that ICP song <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's, I assumed. Yeah,
0: I should have thought of that I haven't thought of that song in years I literally 10 didn't years. think I needed to bring it I, up Like I, I just put, assumed it was already there so I, you know, that's like the only ICP song that I know, and I haven't thought of it in ten years. Oh, is that so? Please tell me. There's next no exemption. insane found big money hustlers No, come on.
1: <laughs>
2: Movie singular. Um, that's interesting.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, oh, buddy. No.
3: Up. Hey, uh, Parker, how many does it take? No, uh, no, no. no moving
0: on the next scene. There's a chase scene, and there's like a big truck. And turns out the British hacktivist. Can't drive, and I really thought that that was going to be a bigger part of the movie than it was, because that was the scene that featured kind of prominently in the trailers. I was just like, "Oh, that's a good mix-up to the series." Have someone who doesn't know how to fucking drive. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she turns the key and the wind in the windshield wipers get going." I'm like, "Oh, that's a funny joke," and then she can just drive normally. She's like as good as anyone else. Also, she could use the magnets, of course. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it turns out it's uh, not that hard.
3: <laughs> I didn't realize staring daggers at
0: the bedroom. I was that. Come on. Oh,
3: are you also in my house?
2: She'll never listen.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. yep. She's smarter so, than all three of us.
2: Exactly how heavily magnets were to factor in to the entire second half of this movie. But I never ever got bored of it. Right, yeah. It right. was so cool every time they do it. That was... That was it's just
3: the... Sorry. It's the exact opposite of the fucking drone cars in the last one. Yeah. Which is just oh. such an unbelievable whiff of like, yeah, what if we had all these cars that didn't have drivers? Like, So there's no stakes scary? and there's no oh. fun.
0: Yeah. Whereas Magnets we, though. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like such a simple concept of like just bringing home. them together and throwing them away I'm just like, yeah, but there's a lot of crashes and that looks cool. It's, As
2: soon as I got home I went on YouTube and searched Fast 9 stunts and just seeing behind the scenes clips of them just launching cars at things. Yeah. That makes me so happy in my soul. Knowing that they just threw real cars at each other.
0: I can only imagine how many fucking things they went through.
2: There's a hundred other movies that would try this and it would look like absolute dog shit. It would all look like biker boys. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we also skipped over a scene. Uh, I would say that to me this is a bit of the low point of the movie, but it also has Josh's favorite line. (laughs) And also my favorite line.
3: No. Oh, no.
0: Well, we meet the character of Helen Mirren, who pulls a Cruella on one of the uh, (laughs) necklaces. And I have to admit, I forgot Helen Mirren's character's name. (laughs) Her name is oh. Queenie Shaw.
3: <laughs> I was gonna help you out, buddy. That is a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that is a Hobbs and Shaw only character. Queenie. Oh, Shaw. don't worry.
2: I, luckily, my viewing paid yeah, off. Yeah, now so you I know. <laughs> it was an immediate guttural like, I just got through this dude. I can't. <laughs> this
0: family. So Queenie Shaw, or as I call her Helen Mirren, or as Josh called her, some old British lady. Uh, is driving Dominic <laughs> Toretto around Britain. And I have to say, this is like kind of the worst part of the entire movie because, like, I don't care about this backstory. He could just go somewhere and find it written on a piece of paper somewhere. It would have been just as good to me because, of this chase doesn't really work any well. But back to the magnets. They get what do they get? Half of Aries or something like that? Or they get a whole bunch of magnets and then they go to Mr. Nobody's secret lair. Uh,. <laughs> Which I I don't know. Uh, Fucking Roman makes a joke about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and
2: looks like the fucking bunker they find in Winter Soldier. Yeah, and uh, and I don't understand why we spend a lot of time
0: here now. Yeah, they they really do. They find a whole lot of it. I guess that was just like, oh, we could just set everything in this one set. You know, we don't have to drive around for a bit. Now we have both halves of Ares. We could become the gods of damn near everything. Let's just wait for the bad guys to take it from us and not use the electromagnets that we have all over the fucking Dude, place. <laughs> going insane. <laughs> just turn them on. You're standing they fucking there. This is one of the funniest parts of me because, like, they come in and they're surrounded by guns. I also have to... I like that auto... A.K. the bad German guy Fuck who's not German. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's a cold open. Uh, he he comes in there and he, he also goes to his fucking hangar and he's just like, "I need fifty of your best men. I want all the guns. Money is no object. Now go, go!" <laughs> and I'm just like, "You want to be hey, more Otto, specific? We can, <laughs>
3: can we get some more free food and
0: skateboards?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the they surround the Toretto crew They make off with Ares And they leave them there with like A dozen guys with guns And then someone's just like oh what if we turn on the magnets And then all their all their guns are gone And I was just like oh I would have done that Like as soon as they walked in <laughs> Then you can like Beat them up But like also like if you're auto And they don't have the wherewithal to turn on the magnets Shoot them You pull the trigger And then you don't have to worry about them anymore we got the device cool everyone on your
2: knees yeah
3: this is over now yeah movie over
0: Bite like the fucking prick. i'm uncomfortable no, with
3: the level of thought that's going into this conversation right now yeah. <laughs> we'll that's, that's, that's so a good
0: so point sorry. that's a good point also well tell you what let's make things really intelligent we'll talk more about the characters <laughs> of jacob and dom who are brothers <laughs> and can, can i stop you to
2: remind everyone that we established the fact that they have giant magnets because they keep stealing Tyrese's bowl and spoon, they keep turning it on to ruin his cereal. That was the thing that gets
0: me. Because like after they do that, I was just like, "Oh man!" That it's like they really got their good friend Tyrese. And then Ludicrous says the words every time, as said he's done this multiple times.
2: Does a lot I, uh... of leg work in those two words. Josh, I'm going to say I, what it resonated you said. a lot with me. Sorry, what was that, Alex?
0: <laughs>
3: It resonated a lot with
0: me. I was going to say it was like a, a line just for me and Parker. Is that's our last bowl.
2: <laughs> I was very happy to see the return of I'm hungry. <laughs> that it was really so fucking funny. I got so angry.
0: that's I immediately turned to JoJo's like Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. so uh, yeah, they take away the device and they have to find a way in this game. Oh yeah, they also take the little Asian girl because she's the key. Something about objectifying sure. women in the, here. The,
3: but, uh, the absolute dumbest, the secret is in Orion's belt fucking moment. <laughs> that <This> could <is> possibly
1: <laughs> have a movie. You. Oh my god, I couldn't place yeah. so why I was bothering Yeah, me. yeah you no get much. that a lot, though. There,
0: there's a whole bunch of movies that's like, you're the key. You know, some shit like that, so it's what does she even do again what is how is she the key what does she do she doesn't
3: she was the little kid of the scientists and then the bad guys came and shot all the scientists but han was doing a completely unrelated crime in the house at the time yeah i know and then was just like well i'm not gonna leave this child behind yeah yeah
0: i know but like why do they need her
3: because it was the scientist's dna that unlocked Ares. oh it was the the dna so, like, literally this whole thing could have been solved if, like, Mr. Nobody went up behind her and shot her in the back of the head. Oh! But
0: so that's why Kurt Russell's not because if Kurt Russell said that the in, first thing he would do is just blow her brains out. Well, no, because, you
3: see, Mr. Nobody is the one that saved Han so Han could protect her. Right, and so he wanted apparently to... Apparently, he knew the whole time, he and... fucking... Don't Think about the movie, Chris. This is what happens when you use your brain. Uh, Let's talk about something stupider.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, this segment of the movie is easily the worst, because it's this back-to-back with Tom meeting ja- or Dom meeting Jacob, and then getting fake arrested, and then Cardi B being like, oh, hi, I arrested you. Go free now. Yeah. It's just... Like a solid twenty minutes. Like you can cut all this and just tell me Han was working for him. Working right. Yeah. I don't need the flashback. They also I explained that uh, how Han girl.
0: survived the crash, and it was exactly what I theorized the entire time. He crawled away, and it just looked like the car blew up. <laughs> I just kind of that was convincing.
2: That. Yeah, it's supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Mister Russell. That was, you're that free was to all go. that I
0: It's just like, where's my check? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Han's alive. That's that's fine. Algodone's not. But uh, he's he's in this movie and they have to get back Ares, otherwise Otto Man will become the ruler of the universe. And also uh, Otto is really upset and he Cypher tricks him into freeing her uh, by calling him Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have to talk about this, because uh,
3: <laughs> uh I I literally nearly missed the punchline to this joke in the theater because I heard the word Yoda and let out the loudest, most embarrassing cackle in (laughs) public at a joke that no one else laughed at.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, it's just like, he was like, oh, I am like Yoda. Yoda. Because I'm a powerful <laughs> Jedi warrior. That's what I laughed at.
3: <laughs> oh, because I love weed, right?
0: <laughs> and then fucking Charlize Theron Rhodes was like, no, you're a puppet, and someone has their hand up your ass. And I was like... It's like the IGN guys reacting to Twilight Princess, and they're just going to say the god of I am. Also... Alex, at the risk of thinking too much about this, who's he a puppet for? Who's got their hand up his ass? Don't say Mr. Mills. Don't worry about it.
3: It's it's her. That's the joke.
0: Because then, like, in the next scene, he's like, oh, yeah, also, I'm in charge now. Yeah, she lets him hack. He lets her hack now, and that's a big mistake.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, you never, (laughs) never let a hacker hack, dude. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well...
2: Uh, I'm really bad that I'm blanking on all the names from hackers right now. Really let myself down.
0: Well, uh, that's oh god, what were their names? I forgot already. I'm not gonna They're look it up.
3: All so stupid. So, like I can't. I can't. Yeah, I got nothing.
0: So uh, this little Japanese girl. You know what her name is? Did anyone catch her name?
3: Absolutely.
2: Her not,
0: name uh, is L. Yeah, that's right. Sure. I can't help but laugh. that's really funny to me because I'm thinking about Death Note. So uh, let's think back to the brotherhood between Dominic and his white brother Jacob. Uh, <laughs> he turns out that uh, he uh, Dominic suspected that Jacob killed their father by having a by putting the hairline fraction in the car so it would blow up, and uh, Jacob did not expect that this would happen. Uh, partially because he's stupid and also because his father is equally stupid and uh so Jacob just decided to <laughs> never bring this up because dad said never tell you I it's would tell better you better
3: than that because like their stupid plan would have worked if they didn't piss off that other driver and mangle <laughs> the fuck out of his car and then get chased down by the mangled race car while in a perfectly functioning race car it's like that guy just pressed the pedal further to the floor. That's how he caught up.
2: Yeah,
0: don't worry about apparently.
3: it.
2: Apparently, <laughs> that's what Tyrese did.
0: Rubbin's racing. So it's cyclical. <laughs> <laughs> it see it sort of rhymes with itself. So uh, now uh, John Cena and Vin Diesel are friends again and brothers in the kiss on the mouth. And oh yeah, this is a scene where fucking Vin Diesel is fighting off like a million goons, and he falls like. A hundred feet into the water on his back, and right off the bat, I'm like, "Well, he's dead."
3: I was just like, "God," he He just just goes into a fugue state. Like, literally, like, the 30 seconds the movie lets you believe that Diesel might be dead. I'm just like, oh, fuck, these next two are going to be so good. And then he's back. And I'm like, oh, never mind.
0: I I have to admit, this is legit the part where I thought, oh, my God, Tyrese is going to, like, they're going to hear the echo of Tyrese saying, maybe we're immortal, mortal, 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 mortal. And his eyes are going to open underwater. His broken back is going to heal itself. It's going to be better than when, like, The Rock broke off his cast. Mm And, uh, Hi, I'm,
3: Do- I'm Dominic Toretto's other other brother Ryan Reynolds Toretto <laughs> <laughs> Oh Dom too, you're so much better than
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no, it turns out he doesn't drown he, just, he doesn't drown, he just goes into a fugue state Where he remembers his family And including his son Who runs away because he This kid will not take direction
3: <laughs> Absolutely I <not>. respect <laughs> it
0: He wants to play with his plane And uh Anyway, he wakes up in Letty's arms, and he coughs up water and stuff, and he's like, Where's the voice? Uh, Jacob, Here's the thing, he's good now. And I think they go to London again, and they have to use the magnets. Really good chase scene, by the way. That's where they have that gigantic fucking war rig, and Jacob and Dom, like, squeeze between it, and this thing, this is one of the ways that the movie is filmed really well. It's like, you could do all of this in CG, but I know that they didn't. So this huge fucking, like, rig goes, like, into the air and falls down, and everyone's, like, looking at it and giving it the real gravity of the situation that it deserves. What a fucking awesome scene.
3: It's so great, because this scene literally does not need to happen at all. They have the rocket with the satellite on it, they have the device, and they're just like, yeah, but what if we just drove it around a city in a truck? No one would ever think to interrupt this. Oh, man. I
2: forgot that, like, they split up because Dom's chasing Jacob. So, like, there's a huge street race happening. And then you just see John Cena zip line across your screen. Oh my god, I oh forgot the zip line. Oh my god, it. no, like this. it's
0: funny. Just, it's just like, <Whee>! So fucking funny. One of the, the hardest laughs I've had. It's like all six foot five of him in solid black standing out against the building. <laughs> 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 looks like a Lego figure going down. <laughs> it looks
2: like claymation. <laughs> It shouldn't happen.
1: It's so good, dude. It's oh, no. fucking, good I forget, This movie is so dense. It's like a fucking star. It's like an onion. Like there, the layers.
0: plot
2: is like uh, they steal device. Brothers are mad, but brothers are good again. that they get device. But we could talk about this for four more hours. You ever... Because these zip lines across the entire city in slow motion, and Dom's like, oh, I'll chase him, and just runs across rooftops. <laughs> like, he's the tick. <laughs> now, Parker.
3: <laughs> yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, how badly would you... Like, like how much would you be willing to invest yourself... In learning to make GIFs in Photoshop, just to GIF the truck up in the air, followed immediately by Charlize Theron crashing into it with the plane. <laughs>
0: Dude, <laughs> we're not aiming for it. <laughs> I, get, I thought you were going to turn into like a 9 11 GIF.
3: I mean, <laughs> it's self explosive. That's the <laughs> imagery. <laughs> Dude, the fucking everything with the drone plane and the fake out of Charlize Theron dying absolutely killed me like like we're supposed to fucking care whether this character just died or not
0: I know and then they show a like, scene where she gets up and walks stops. away from that scene and I'm like oh good we have a villain for the next movie uh, that was
1: such
2: a funny she, reveal in her, <laughs> was Like in her shopping mall VR kiosk
1: like damn they got me I guess I'll
0: leave she's gonna turn into Super Shredder for the next movie she's gonna be unhinged <laughs> the damn Yo, bastard Toretto, Toretto family keeps getting away she, this is how You're she just, becomes the Joker
3: yeah, so she downloads she herself run. into the internet, and yeah. that's the next movie. Yeah, she, bec- <laughs> she
0: literally becomes Cruella. So, do <laughs> 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 look out,
2: zero cool's coming for you. Zero cool, thank it. you. I figured you finally would. I appreciate
0: it. Anyway, so, in order to get the device, Ares, they have to knock out the satellite. But which satellite? Well, how are we going to do that? Well, we know the fastest way there. Tyrese is the driver, and Ludacris is the mathematician, I guess. Anyway, they launch this fucking car from the space shuttle into outer space. They're wearing, like, these it World is... War One scuba diving outfits they have.
3: You are not doing do it. it justice. So the Tokyo Drift guys have a fucking <laughs> cargo plane, and they strap the rocket car to the top, and they get 50,000 feet up in the air in their shitty cargo plane, and then drop the rocket car and hope it works. It is... The best.
0: That's the thing is, like, they got. Running simulations. <laughs> and, uh, like, is this going to work? And Lucas Blair like, I don't know if it's going to work. You tell me if it's going. Regular sized Bow Wow was somewhere else at this point. So. <laughs> That thing goes into outer space and Ludacris and, uh, and Tyrese are on it and it's like, I couldn't pick two better members of the crew to be in outer space because you know if it was Vin Diesel, he would just be like, he would have the window down in outer space with like his arm out just driving like this.
1: He
2: would be holding onto the rocket like fucking Brock Samson just with a <laughs> knife in his teeth.
0: I also thought it was really, really funny that like, the, the car that they're in has no like tires on it because like... It's it's in outer space. Like, there are no roads to drive on. And yet, Tyrese is still, like, on the steering wheel, like, Ah! Like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, keep her steady.
2: (laughs) Dude, when is like, Alright, do the thrusters. And we pan out to space, and you see the little... As the car flies towards the satellite. (laughs) Man.
0: How far we've come. Dude, it was one of my favorite (laughs) fucking scenes, is where Han drops into the war rig, where they're holding... L. And he kicks that guy out the back With a bomb attached to him And he blows that guy up <laughs> Hard cut to like the fucking uh, Like 2001 A Space Odyssey Music is as the fucking car Is going towards <laughs> the satellite <laughs> This is one of my favorite transitions the of all time
2: into the sky <laughs> and It explodes and it's like damn It's crazy up here dog <laughs>
0: You know no one's ever going to believe us. Like, you're trying to save the world, guys. You don't want him to become the god of damn near everything. So, Alright,
3: show a hand, here. who laughed at the minion joke.
2: Absolutely. No. Okay, no give a hand to Josh. Josh laughed at...
0: I did not. I, I didn't. Same way I didn't laugh when Tyrese is like, yo, I ordered some Crocs. And I was just like, oh, let's stop with this other advertising, man. I'm not buying your damn Crocs. So... They're, they're, like, trying to get to the satellite. I don't quite know what their plan was when they got to it. I think that fucking Ludacris was going to exit the plane and just be like... <sighs> and then it, like, turns off and it goes back to the <sighs> And, like, fucking Tyrese would looking at him it like, it's getting cold in here! <laughs> and Ludicrous would go back in there, but they run out of gas... I guess before they get to it.
2: <laughs> it's really funny. So they have the device that's activated by just like putting it inside a glass case yeah, all and, Which and, I, yeah, So they fine. fly into the satellite and it just cuts back and the case opens like, Ah, oh, satellite, no, you can have this back now. <laughs> I love earlier like what I was like, did Oh, if
0: we if we crash into this then like either we'll die or we won't have enough fuel to get home. And Tyrese is just like, But we're immortal. You gotta have faith. So they just ram this fucker.
3: (laughs) The correct play.
0: Yes, and they. If you're going
3: out, you're going out ramming a satellite. I have to admit, I was like kind of.
0: I was a little. I thought it was a little funny. I thought they were going to do like a fake out thing because like the ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent. They get to one hundred percent. Like, oh, satellite's online, and then error, satellite gone. They're just like, oh, I guess the satellite's just gone. What'd you guys do up there? I guess you're just stuck. So, <laughs> uh, they're, so they're just like, yeah, man, we saved the fucking day. We're so cool. No one's ever going to believe this shit. Two ghetto guys up in space, though. And uh, we'll see them later on. But uh, what happens after this? There's there's uh, uh, another chase. Oh, yeah, they're going through. They're trying to get away. Because Cypher goes to one of those shopping mall VR kiosks. And is flying this drone plane, which... Did you actually believe she was flying her own jet to take care of them?
2: <laughs> Bruh, who gives a... Exactly. <laughs> I just assumed they're like, oh, well, that was a nice way to write her out, I guess, because she's not a real character. I know. <laughs> uh, like, just kidding, oh, I guys. Be... I got away. Uh, oh, all right, that cool.
0: dastardly cipher.
2: <laughs> oh, no, I guess she'll be back. Great.
0: Yeah. Uh... So anyway, yeah, they so blow anyway. up that plane with a car, which is my favorite way to do these sorts of... Wait, didn't they do that in fucking Die Hard 4? Don't worry about it. That was, that was one of my favorite lines no, in there. It's like, it. did you just throw a car at a plane? He's like, I ran out of bullets. <laughs> my dad really likes that movie. I'm
2: not rewatching that movie. It's got the back. I bet your dad is a lot of- <laughs> yeah,
3: My dad is opinions. Yeah? <laughs> the fucking nerve to make a PG-13 Die Hard movie. It's Fuck not herself. that bad. Anyway. I-, I saw it in theaters, I know. Yeah.
0: I, dude, I, I told you my, my theater experience of that movie, right? I saw it on a date with a girl and they blow up the Capitol and she said they blew up the White House and I almost walked away <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I have a limit to IQ man, so and it's Josh. <laughs> it doesn't so. show when you're with us So, anyway <laughs> uh, Tyrese and Ludacris are saved by some other satellite people They're like, oh, they look like minions uh, I, th- I thought they were going to make a black joke <laughs> Like, are those astronauts black? <laughs> but they don't do that.
2: Oh, no. How long have we been out here? Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I thought the movie was just gonna, like, cut to black, and I actually, like, stood up in my seat a bit, and then they're just like, oh, here's the ending barbecue, and Josh is like, come on, you've seen one of these movies. The fucking Nerve.
3: The fucking nerve of you to stand up before the
0: barbecue scene. I. Well, like, come on, man. That's on you. My butt was numb. So, anyway. You deserve to be ridiculed by Josh for that. No, I know. There wasn't a, there wasn't a barbecue scene often. at the end of Tokyo Trip. Oh, that makes sense. Now he knows. Okay, so, yeah. So. I mean, there was one in the middle with Han, but. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, he's just eating snacks the whole time.
3: <laughs> it's all right. Parker got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I appreciate I it. I heard it. <laughs> Anyway, all their friends are there at the ending barbecue, and they're all drinking the shittiest, raddiest beer they can find. And uh, (laughs) they're talking to Dominic Toretto's son, who refuses to look at any of the characters, refuses to look at the camera, refuses to look away from his toy jets. (laughs) And Dominic Toretto's like, Do you want to say grace? And his kid's like, What should I say? And I'm like is just like, cool, say whatever comes right. to your heart. It's like, so if I was dying.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: there's like, oh, there's one open seat. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be, you know, fucking Jacob. And it's, he's going to sit down. And fucking Paul Walker's car <laughs> drives up.
2: <laughs> I just look. Could you imagine you make it back from fucking space? All you want to do is eat some barbecue, and you have to listen to this toddler stutter through a, (laughs) my family!
0: Go fuck yourself! (laughs) That's the thing. I have not had a full meal in weeks. (laughs) Tyrese is actually dying waiting for the food. Also, shout out to the slam against New York hipsters, I guess. Uh, While they're cooking (laughs) (laughs) dog but hamburgers and corn. (laughs) Uh but I wanna get back to this kid for a second. Cause your impression of him was spot on. That kid was talking like the little kid from uh Ghost Stories. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, uh, uh, uh. like, dude, you're not that young. You're not a fucking newborn. <laughs> Like the fourth time that kid stammers through
2: a prayer, I'm kicking his chair over. I've been in space. I saw God. I saw the planet. I grew tired of Earth's troubles and their petty problems, and now I'm back here. And this stuttering prick is between me and my corn.
0: Absolutely not. We all say Absolutely. we want to make our mark on the world, and then you just knock over his chair. Good God, good me, good God. Let's eat. <laughs> It's <laughs> like you go through the
2: fucking 2001 space tunnel to see the giant baby in your face with
1: cause a white like family
2: <laughs> you
0: eat my whole ass.
2: I'm decapitating this kid.
0: Use El's samurai sword. So uh, <laughs> was Lucas Black? A, he better been it, Lucas Black was at the ending barbecue.
3: Fucking
2: Bow Wow made the ending barbecue. Yeah, he wasn't even <laughs> at the.
0: He wasn't even on the plane with the. the he wasn't even on the cargo plane. What's up with that?
2: Could you imagine if they showed, like, the front yard, you see all the cars, and you just see the Hulk car pulled up? Next <laughs> <to the house? laughs> oh my Keep, god. Dude, dude, it would have been
0: so much funnier if they were like, oh, dude. there's an empty and the Hulk car pulls up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I am first in line for F10.
3: I don't know why you guys are trying to make me sour on this movie
0: by saying these things. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, anyway. Uh, their house fucking sucks. There's <laughs> the so many holes in
2: Drift King pulls up to their bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Just thinking about the end of Fast 8 where fucking Scott Eastwood shows up. I'm like, Oh, hello, my familia. I'm here now. Eat my whole asshole. I fucking hate that. Dude, fuck.
0: I seriously hope they use the Irishman technology to just have, like... Again, Tignataro and Paul Walker into these movies. Just everyone's like, oh, we have to get this new device to rescue Mr. Nobody and also score a big deal. Then Paul Walker from 2002 is in there going, yeah.
2: (laughs) Paul Walker dressed in the fucking football uniform from Varsity. Yes.
0: (laughs) Put him in there.
2: The fact that, like, the Fast and Furious is the only modern franchise to, like, have the tact to be like, no, we will want DeAsia, we'll just hire young people, so it's, like, not weird to watch. Yeah. And fucking Disney's like, no, it'll be fine, we'll just put Peter Cushing's dead soul in the movie, it's okay.
0: <laughs> you know, I will say this about the series, I, I'm actually... First of all, this is the biggest jump in quality since Fast 4 to Fast 5. Which was desperately needed no, This needed some new life in it Because 6 was not great, 7 was not great 8 apparently wasn't very good You guys didn't watch the good parts like I did But uh, this one is like a huge jump in quality And it's not just what Alex said Although Alex is right, it's like Less rock, more Lucas Black But yeah. like this one has like a much stronger focus It's like we're really just in this For action stunts, you know like, there's, there's stupid moments where there's like There are two motifs that recur throughout the movie One is it's about family and the other one is are we immortal <laughs> they kind of <laughs> lead into this uh, quite a bit but like we're not here for that we're here to see the cool car chases and like neat stuff with the magnets it looks a whole lot better than some of the other stunts in some of the other movies i, I can't get over some of those idiotic stunts of the other ones this one i'm not saying that they're all like you know plausible they're certainly not but like they look a lot more fun and that goes a long way. It's like looking like fun is more important than like looking realistic as far as I'm concerned. So the other thing about it is that like I'm a lot higher in the series now because I realize this thing is still going on. This is an international phenomenon. I th- I hope that when people think of America, people don't no longer think of like, oh, they're all cowboys over there. I hope now they think that we're all just like people in the Fast and Furious movies and we just <laughs> drive cars really fast. Dude, <laughs> okay. that would be sick. That's the international like- thing I want from other countries.
3: I'm really glad that we have this 10 movie franchise that's not based on a pre-existing IP where, like, all of the lore is self-referential and not just, like, in there for some guy that read a book that came out 70 years ago. Right. it's so refreshing compared to literally every other franchise. Like, thank you. Thank you for continuing to make these movies that are about superheroes without the superhero stupid fucking lore. Like, I don't care. Sorry, continue. It's saved theaters, dude.
2: (laughs) It's already made like 70 million. We did it. The blockbuster's back, gang. Yeah. Dominic Toretto has saved film. Again.
3: God, I, I hope the next one's almost done and we get it in like eight months or something.
0: Yeah, me too.
3: I mean, they had an extra year to film like they might have been working on. I don't know. I, I hope The, the Rock has is gone for do. good. Uh, I, fingers crossed.
2: Yeah. Like, you don't realize how much you just crave the sappy melodrama of these movies until you watch Hobbs and Shaw and go, oh no, actually, I need all of the sappy, stupid bullshit. Actually, yeah, you know, that's a good point. I never, my thought, like, you would never think, like, man, this movie's really missing Brian and Mia together. But it turns out. Yeah.
0: Like, like,
2: just having her on screen for, like, three scenes... Does a lot because like I'm in super invested. Yeah,
0: like honestly, I think like, I make fun of it like the family stuff, and I don't really care about it. But like every scene with Letty and Vin Diesel, they have such good chemistry by this point that I believe yes, that they're so- together.
2: Like, you watch any action movies, like, alright, uh, Dominic Toroto, he's your hero. Here's the hot babe that's gonna show up in this right, sequel. Yeah. And you watch it and go, well, obviously, he would never cheat on Lady. He would do anything for her. This is stupid. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. idea yeah, exactly. How dare you? They're
0: a family. Yeah, there was a point where he goes he to, like, that big her. British mansion, and there are all these women in white dresses. So this is a very, very strange scene. And some it's Otto, so asked, Otto man has asked, hey, if you want to meet, like, one, or maybe two, or maybe three, looking at the other's like, hedonism then like let me know and Vin Diesel does not care because he has Letty and he's monogamous and it's like that's kind of a nice thing you know
2: yeah you know he would never even entertain the thought right absolutely yeah. not
0: I don't know, I think that goes a long way. It so uh, it's just also I, I, love... I love the character of Letty. I, I even admit I love the character of Vin Diesel. The fact that everyone is driving these military vehicles for the entire movie and he's just stuck with this Dodge Challenger the entire time.
2: That nineteen seventies jump charger so good. It's so
0: fucking cool. And it looks <sighs> cool compared to everything else that's on screen. He's just he's sort of stuck in his own era. I think that's like a I think that's intentional visually. And I, I don't know. I really like it, and I'm glad that we have a series like this because you compare it to like other film series that you know still keep getting movies made. Uh, I, I don't know. This is the one that I really
1: like,
2: and that's the T sis.